I'll tell you what, man, it does not get any better than this Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Sirius XM, the Dan Patrick Channel. I know him. The godfather of sports radio. These guys are the greatest tag team since the British Bulldogs. What do you think, Chaz? I think that's a really, really dated reference. That's what that is. Don't be a knucklehead, all right? If you're going to do that, talk about Miss Robin, call her Miss Elizabeth, and you're George Animal Steel. Hey, Tony. This is the Tony Bruno Show. This is serious. And now here's Tony Bruno. Yes, and welcome to What Up Wednesday. What up? What up? What up? And also Earth Day. And we welcome you to the birthplace, not only of America, but the birthplace of Earth Day. 50 years ago today, right here in the great city of Philadelphia, we will pay tribute to the man who is credited with founding Earth Day. And we all... As we keep seeing, Harry Mays, we're all in this together. <laughs> and one thing is for sure, we are all in one thing together on this Earth Day 2020, the 50th anniversary. We are all into equally being as stupid and reprehensible and filthy in throwing medical gloves all over the roads and streets. And I thought it was just here, and I posted videos of it. And now you go out there and look at all of the medical gloves from all of our people who are all in this together, deciding that, hey, I'm wearing these medical gloves. What am I going to do, put them in my car and take them home and throw them in the trash can, Harry? No, nah, I'll just throw them right out here in the parking lot, side of the road. In fact, my avatar, I've changed it today just in time for Earth Day. I found a beautiful picture of a blue medical glove sitting on the side of a road with a couple of daisies on top of it. In full bloom. In full yeah. bloom. Nothing. Nothing tells you about Earth Day 2020 better than that photograph. And just go look up the photographs from all over the world. Not just here in Philly, but in Canada, everywhere, everywhere you look. In fact, the city of Bayonne, New Jersey, put a video out telling people, please don't throw a video. Like they're going to listen to a video about not littering. Yeah. The crying Italian guy who was the Indian on those PSAs back in the day. That had a heavy impression on me as a kid, It Tony. did, too, back yeah. then, because that was like, yeah, you're yeah. littering, and people didn't throw trash. Now, in this whole completely, we're environmentally friendly, save the earth, don't use plastic straws, don't throw bottles away, the whole country is covered with medical waste. Right. Congratulations, all of you environmentalists. And speaking of environmentalists, Harry, you know who uh, takes credit? for Earth Day. And I remember 1970, I remember the actual founding event was held here in this city, and it was on top of a building. If you're on I-95 going south, mm -hmm. just past City Hall, you go under the Ben Franklin Bridge, I don't know if it's still there, but they had a, 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 uh, a solar panel that was put up there on the roof of a building. Jane Fonda was in town. I remember this vividly because I'm old enough to remember mm -hmm. it 50 years ago. So Jane Fonda came to down. Ira Einhorn. Oh, he's the unicorn killer. Yeah, but that that's, that's, that's doesn't matter. Hey, right come now. on, it doesn't man. doesn't matter right now. Ira Einhorn was this much. I mean, he was the toast of the city. Environmentalist. Yeah. Love, peace, and love guy. Flower power. He was the toast of society. Ask Holly Maddox. All of the, the muckety-mucks in the city, the socialites. Not just the, you know, the hippies and the pot smokers and all the other make love crowd back in the 70s. Mm -hmm. And I was a part of it. I was a long-haired hippie freak back yeah. then. Yeah, you were free love? Absolutely. Yeah. 
Now I have to pay for it, well, unfortunately. That's what happens yeah. when you get older. You know what I'm saying? And huh? I'm worried about those people because <laughs> I don't know that they survived this, uh, this no, they pandemic. Survived. So it started here in Philadelphia, Earth Day. The country started here. Coincidence, Harry? Nah, I think not. I, I think not is right. And so Ira Ironhorn gets all this love, and he brings in all the radicals, and they all hang out together. And, oh, look what we've done. Fifty years later, look at this earth that he saved and all the other stuff. And then, of course, unfortunately, something went terribly, terribly wrong for Ira Einhorn. He was a guy who was, women loved him. Mm. Unfortunately, he didn't love them back. He was accused of physically assaulting. He also invented the Me Too movement, I think, back in 1970, but nobody was aware of it back well, then. Well, there were no hashtags yet. That's the problem. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, he's a scumbag. He went to jail. He killed his girlfriend. Uh, ran out of the country, as the cowards do, mm-hmm. for to 16 France, right? years. He ran to France. He was in Europe hiding. They finally got him. They arrested him. They put him in jail. And then he just died. And his ashes have been now sprinkled all over City Hall Courtyard to commemorate his brilliant, brilliant situation inventing Earth Day in Philadelphia. Thank you, Ira. Ashes to ashes, dirt bags to dirt. And now let's bring in a man who's not a dirt bag. Even though he grew up in Delco, even though he's a... <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? Oh, no, I'm kidding. I love Delco. I mean, he went to Monsignor Bonner <laughs> and, right. and, and Prendy when they... I think he was there when they merged, right? The I'm not schools. sure about that. I think he was. And he played at West Virginia yep. in the NFL. Now as part of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers broadcast team. He has businesses. He pretty much runs the Tampa Bay area and Drexel Hill when he comes back. Anthony Beck joins us right now. How are you, man? <laughs> What's up, guys? And Freddie was not merged when I was there. That happened many years after. I was just wondering. I know because you're, you know, you're still a pretty young guy here. You know, you're not an old head like me, who remembers when, you know, the the girls' schools and the boys' Catholic schools, high schools, were all, you know, they weren't co-ed, and then they had no to make them co-ed. Like my school, Newman, it became Newman Garetti in the city, and a lot of the suburban schools now, many of them are gone away, unfortunately. But enough about that. Let's get down to something more important than kids in school, because they don't go to school anymore. The epicenter of the National Football League, which is the Tampa Bay area, man. Did you know, and then, of course, the story today is, Anthony, that this was in the works for a long, long time. Was this in the works for a long, long time, the Brady and Gronk reunion in, the, in Tampa Bay? I'm sure it was a conversation, uh, you know, when, when Brady signed. I mean, listen, you know, Brady, Brady recommended himself to Tampa. I mean, he, you know, he, he picked Tampa to be the destination. Uh, and I said this from day one that he is going to, you know, press his his ideas and his presence, and you know, try to help in any f- form or fashion of you know getting this team to where it needs to be, so that he can win championships. And you know, there are some pieces uh, that obviously um, you know he'll be in the blend with, whether it's a players or play, you know, the play calling, the playbook. But you know, I, I'll tell you what, you know, usually there's a mole out there, right? You, you usually hear these things. I think the Buccaneers, at least from an organization standpoint, have to feel good about that because, uh, you know, I'm pretty close with the organizations with some folks, and they, they, were, they didn't know about it. So uh, you got to feel good about your internal people as far as keeping a secret. But that, what, a, what a game changer. I mean, you know, obviously Gronk has to get in that football mode, train himself. You know, being out a, over, a little over a year uh, and not playing the game and training like you're playing the game uh, is difficult. Uh, you know, but he's in great shape. He won't have to put all his weight back on. And, you know, it's not like he was kind of training as if a player was injured coming back off a year. He wasn't around doing football stuff. He was enjoying himself. So, if anything, he's coming back healthy. Now he just has to get some of that explosive training back in his regimen. 
Well, I know uh, Bruce Arians is tremendous with quarterbacks, and that had to be a big selling point for Tom to go to Tampa. But uh, Father Time has yet to lose. How many years do you legitimately think he has left? Yeah, that's a great question because I worry. I mean, anytime you're up in the 40s, I mean, regardless of how you feel, uh, Achilles and ligaments and joints, those things age. They don't rejuvenate over time. They do get older. Now, he may be able to, to slow those things down with, with some of the training techniques and his, uh, his diet and all these things, this TB12 stuff that he's heavily involved in. But, uh, you know, look, I give him a lot of credit. The guy's driven to play. The most important thing for guys his age is the desire to go out there, train, uh, go through the rigors of training camp, go through the process. And you're talking 20 years playing football. That gets tedious. I mean, that, that's what took Peyton out. I mean, these guys are tireless workers, and the to put that commitment in year in and year out is a, a physical and mental and emotional dream. So to want to do that again and continue to do that and prove himself and, and know the expectation eyeballs are on you in this season because you're not in a Patriots uniform, I give the guy credit, and you know that, that gives me enough assurance that he's trying to be as successful as possible. Anthony Baxter doesn't go by TB. He's one of the few guys because, you know, my name is Anthony, but everybody calls me Tony. Now, have you ever been called Tony or is it just AB? Because you'd be another TB and there's a whole bunch of them yeah. out there. Yeah, so my, my mom, my family, no one wants to hear Tony, but my coaches and some of my teammates over the years, they all called me Tony. So uh, that, that's where I got it the most. But friends and family would be Anthony or Ant or Ant. Or yo Ant. Or yo or, or, exactly. or anything else that they call. So, so now, there's a, there was a video posted by Barstool, and, and I don't know if it was yesterday. They made it look like it was Tom Brady walking through the airport, and then there's uh, Gronk with him, but he's wearing all Patriots gear. That wasn't him picking him up yesterday, right? That had to be an earlier video from another time, as far as I'm I concerned. Yeah. Right? I gotta imagine so. I, you know, I don't. I don't think anybody's stepping to the airport uh, quite yet, uh, especially you know in this in this time. But uh, you know, look, they got a lot of cool videos popping up that they've done in the past. You know, I just think we've never really focused on them as much. You know, being that you know they're. They're, they're an item now and, and back on the field. So uh, I believe Gronk was in the area in general just because of the whole WWE stuff, that which he was training and doing things in Orlando. So uh, I believe also, too, from what I've been told during his playing career, he did have a place down at the beach in the Clearwater St. Pete area. Well, who does uh, which he, Yeah, exactly, <laughs> which, he, which he sold, I believe, but he did have one. So he's familiar with the area, which is good. And, uh, you know, listen, guys, when I played in the back end of my career, going to Arizona – and, uh, you know, some of these warm-weather places, man, you get a little more bounce in your step, you feel good, your joints are better, you wake up at 70 degrees, you're feeling good. So those are things that kind of give you a little bit of that youthful feeling, too, being down here in Tampa Bay. Well, Anthony, speaking of the WWE, the big question uh, is, does Gronk have to give up the 24-7 championship belt to return <laughs> to play for the Buccaneers? You know, I kind of laughed. I, like, is, is this entertainment stuff, like, just are done now, right? Like, is this even, why are we even making a, a comment about it? Because I did see that post that WD put out that letter saying, you know, at any point at any time, but I can't imagine once he signs that dotted line, everything's official, official, that he's going to be anywhere near a ring. <laughs> now there's, there's, I got to give love to uh, one of the players down there with the Buccaneers who currently wears number 87, the Clemson star, young kid, great guy, uh, Jordan Leggett, who jokingly tweeted out yesterday, you know what? I'll take a million dollars from Tom Brady to give up my number. And then people were giving him a hard time, and he was joking. And then he later, even his wife chimed in. But then he later said, you know what? When all is said and done, I'll probably have to pay Gronk 
to get that number. And so, obviously, he's a young player, good young kid, and then everybody's making fun of him because he does wear number 87, and you know how it works. Anthony, when you got to get it from the guy who has it, and sometimes it's a case of beer, sometimes it's big money. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I mean, uh, you know, I, I know I know Jordan well when he was with the Jets, and he really hadn't established himself yet in Tampa. So, I'll be honest with you, when he walks in the locker room, there may not even be a conversation. He'll be 47. When he does come in, you do have to watch, though, when you put those tweets out. People are so critical and get crazy now, especially these diehard fans. Uh, you know, so you got to watch when you press the send button. But I, I don't know if he's got a lot of leverage in negotiating power. But I promise you this, being that if they're going to be in the same room, to, room with each other, at least through training camp and things of that nature before the actual roster's set, I'm sure, I'm sure Gronk will do them right and then take care of them. Well, what do you think happens with the other two tight ends? I mean, obviously, they'll, they'll keep one of the two. I don't see them keeping all three, O.J. Howard or Cameron Braid. Which one do you think gets moved? Well, you know, I think, I think O.J. has some value to him. You know, uh, I believe, uh, you know, they, the Buccaneers would have liked to have got done, something done before this prior season because, you know, he wasn't really utilized as much and didn't really take advantage much of his opportunities bit of a down year for him. Um, I, do I believe in his skill set, and do I think he's really good? I do. Uh, you know, Bruce Arians has never been a tight end system. He doesn't really love that position, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, he had a couple strong years with Heath Miller in Pittsburgh, but never more than one out of, I believe, six or five seasons where he had over 50 catches. So, uh, you know, at, at this point, I see a lot of uh, flexed out things for Gronk. You know, he'll be in line a little bit, but, you know, two tight end will be crucial. Sets in this for this team, and you know, look, if they can't move OJ, um, you know that, that he'll be on the team, and that'll be an, a hell of a matchup. And you know, Cameron Braid is getting a little older. You know, where is his value in this as well? I mean, can you keep all three? You could, but you know, listen, I think I think the Buccaneers have their eyes set on right now getting a really good offensive tackle in the draft, and I just don't know if 14 is the spot where they're going to find one of the big four. So mm. he may be part of a package deal maybe to move up, but we'll see on draft day. Well, depending on which uh, mock you look at, I mean, a you know, Andrew Thomas out of Georgia is one of the – and it's appara apparently now there's going to be a run on offensive linemen in the first round. Everybody was talking about the quarterbacks and all the other uh, position players. Now it looks like offensive linemen, especially when you talk about Tampa, where Tom Brady knows he, he needs to be protected because yeah. he's not very yeah. mobile. Is that that looks like a lock that's going to happen? That they're going to get an offensive tackle, maybe even at at fourteen if they don't move. Yeah, you know, I think if if they don't get one of the top four guys, and when I when I when I speak about the top four guys, I am talking about Thomas, Worf, Becton, or Wills out of Alabama. Right. Uh, the next wave of guys: Josh Jones, uh, Austin Jackson, Urza, uh, Cleveland from Boise State. These guys aren't worth the fourteenth pick. You could trade down, go reverse. Uh, and maybe, you know, try to bounce that second-round pick up a little higher uh, in this year's draft to, to get that. An offensive lineman and a running back, a complete running back, uh, someone that can catch the ball quite a bit out of the backfield is where they'll be eyeballing these things. Um, you know, if they have to stick with 14, they may have to pick the best available player, which I don't think they want to do. Uh, you, normally, you know, you see teams, they either, you know, you draft for need or you draft for best available. Um, in that situation, if you can't move that pick, I would certainly think that you know they might just go for the best veil. I had I put my mock draft out, one of the million that are out there today on my Twitter site, Anthony underscore Beck, and I had them. I don't have any trades in my draft. I had them taking uh, Gross Matos out of uh, the Penn defensive State. end from Penn State. So mm -hmm. you know, again, do they need a rush in? 
yeah, it'd be nice to have another guy. You know, JPP's not getting any younger. But again, if they have to draft at that spot, that might be the best player that they see on the board at that time. So where does Tom Brady work out in the interim after getting thrown out of the public yeah, park? At I least mean, he wasn't cuffed like the women were in Idaho, Idaho today yeah. in the parking. Uh, in the parking to, to, I'm sure no. Tom's listening to your program right now. Absolutely. So I'm going to give him a heads up because you know, all the fields and parks are obviously closed. I have a secret 50-yard turf field that my son's a quarterback. He's a high school quarterback that we go and use. Nobody knows about it. It's just north of where he's living. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he wants to get the troops together, I can set something up. It's wide open. Nobody goes there. But there, there is a secret spot. You know, he does have to go out of his mold. And I may, I may try to reach out to some of those guys and see if they need a place. But you know, right now, you can't really go anywhere. So, uh, whoa, 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 whoa! You're going to get arrested. The mayor of Clearwater is listening. The mayor of Tampa. The mayor of St. Pete. They're all, they're all listening. The mayor of Tampa. The mayor of St. Pete. They're going to come in there and they're going to fly drones over your secret practice 50-yard field, man. And you know, they're going to come in there and cuff location. all you guys. It's private location, which is interesting because it, it, it over, over supersedes all that other stuff, which is, which is good. So I can't give you the location because they probably will kick me off, but as of now, we're we're getting our training in once a week. <laughs> I got a couple Chinese drones that we're going to fly over there, man, and make sure we keep an eye on you. I don't know about you, man. You guys from Delaware County, Pennsylvania, you guys get loose too much, man. Especially you when can you get move away. from Delco, but you can't take the Delco out. That's exactly, that's exactly right. <laughs> hey, Anthony, back. Great to talk to you, man. Appreciate you coming on with us, buddy. You got it, guys. Enjoy the draft, man. Stay safe. There, there he is. is. And he is following me on Twitter, which is the most important thing, which I didn't even have to ask him. At Anthony underscore Becht on Twitter. And he is following me. So yeah. that's all. That that's correct. really at the end of the day. Isn't that all that matters? Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Duh. It makes it so much easier to get in touch with these people when you're following them. Yeah, because you DM. You yeah. DM them. Yeah. Instead, instead of going on Twitter and, like, begging people. Right. It, it, it looks kind Kind of like bushly, bush, it does don't look you? Bush-ly. Don't you think so? Absolutely. It doesn't. No, see, I I look at it a different way. It only looks bushly if they ignore you. Well, but I mean, they... nine times out of ten, that's no, what happens. Well, you no, know what happens? I have a lot of phone numbers from all these people that I'm trying, but but they need to change. They their change numbers. the numbers, and yeah. so then you try to get in touch with them again. Yeah. Like Troy Aikman, I used to have his number, but he changed it obviously because a lot of these guys do. Well, our previous pro- program director kept bugging him. I think he exactly. changed it four times. And then because Troy of that responded guy. to me when I said, "Hey, Troy, I got to get you on the show," and he says, "Absolutely, you know, just just say when." And so, but then I can't get it. Like I can't DM because he's DM him because he's not following me. So then, what do you do? It's then an you're outrage. Stuck. It's an outrage. It's an outrage. People think this is easy, Harry. It may look easy, Why, but what, it's hard. What do they think you're doing when you come down here at 9 in the morning every day? Exactly. You know what I mean? Well, I'm having fights with people on Twitter, you well, know, all yeah. the constitutional law experts, but that's something that I like to do in my spare time. We'll take a break. We're coming back. You know who's going to call in? Hopefully. Hopefully. It is What Up Wednesday. That means we must hear wow. from the man himself, Jose wow. from Norristown. The phone number to call is 215-462-TONY, 215-462-8669. Joe Theismann's going to join us later on. We'll talk about what they're doing in D.C. No, I don't mean the government. We already know that's a disaster. I'm talking about the Redskins, who used to be the biggest disaster in Washington until the federal government took over and stole their thunder, so to speak. (laughs) We'll talk with Joe about that. And Scott Hastings in Denver in the Mile High City. CC. Beautiful, man. That's all still ahead. It's What Up Wednesday. What Up. Tony and Harry. Tony, I have fantastic news. Heath, who is listening in, by the way, um, is our guy 
that contacted us does graphic design, mm -hmm. and he's doing all of our T-shirts for us right now. Yep. Look at the T-shirt that we are working on right now. So we will have the... Oh, that's the woman in... If uh, we're going to die, let us die drunk at least. We are going to have that T-shirt <laughs> up and available by the end of the day today. Listen, Robin, don't be putting that out there because somebody on yeah. Twitch may steal that idea. No, we're going to have Patrick it first. Dan Patrick or Barstool will steal it and make millions of dollars while we're here working hard in a basement in South Philly in the epicenter of Earth Day and not get anything. Well... It is yeah, hot. Turn it, the damn heater off, Robin. I just Robin. turned it off. Jesus uh, Christ. Heath, Heath is working Hotter on it right than hell now. down here. It's going to be up momentarily. Yes. Would you like to have a yeah, little bit of fan Yeah, turn the damn fan, fan on now. I said to Robin. Is it plugged in? Yeah. yeah. I said to Robin. Wait, I have, I have a says, remote. She says, it's cold down here. I said, oh. Robin, I have a sweatshirt on, and I've been working. I said, turn the stupid fireplace Don't on. Don't turn the red button. Turn the blue button. Otherwise, it's okay. Is it on? Where's the remote control? Here. There it is. You got that thing says oscillating? It's an oscillation sensation, baby. Let me see if I can get this to oscillate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like 34 degrees this morning here. Outside, it's an outrage. I have it at 67 at my house. Yeah, we put it at 65 at night when we sleep. Yeah, actually, or, or lower. Kalima puts it up to 69, and I'm constantly taking it back down. It's like a big fight. <laughs> Did it get out? That's ugly? a normal thing. Uh, no, I always, uh, I'll, I'll go down in the middle of the night and turn it down. I'll get out of bed. Oh, yeah, no. Tony and I both like sleeping. I'd in rather the cold. it be too cold and put the covers on than too hot. I have this new thing, which is freaking awesome. Is it's called a bed jet, and it is something that uh, it's a it's a fan that goes in between your sheets, and to keep to keep us cool at night. It's awesome. <laughs> not Andre three thousand. No, he will not be on today. Ice rink in Ottawa says, Earth Day sucks. Why do they make us use paper straws at Subway, but there's still a plastic lid on the cup? Great question, right? Yeah. That's a valid point. The lids are plastic. Valid point. They make good Frisbees, though. When you're throwing your medical waste on the streets, you just throw the lid from a Wawa cup or Subway cup right next to it. Uh-oh. Did you sneeze into your sleeve? Yes. All right. I guess there was some snow near State College this morning. There's always snow up there. I mean, you know, the college kids are in their dorms. They don't know what to do. They're stuck. Uh, Jeff Bruder, I was not wasting energy on Earth Day. It was That's low energy right there. It was freaking freezing down here this morning. That has lower energy than Joe Biden right now. Oh, or Jeb Bush, who was the original low energy guy. Remember that? Wasn't he low energy Jeb back in 2016? Tom Brady can just drive to Jacksonville and can work out at the beach. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's not true. Those people are not on there, Harry. We already debunked that. There weren't that many people on there. But you're allowed to go there. No, you're allowed yeah. to go on there. Hubba hubba. Is the bed jet loud? No. No, actually, it's not loud at all, is it? No. 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 It's good because you could put heat on in the beginning if it's too cold in bed, and then you turn it off and you put it on cool air, and it blows underneath. You get blown right under the covers, Harry. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like that? <laughs> I usually like the covers <laughs> off when I get blown. <laughs> you but know. you get blown all night <laughs> the, long. The, the visual helps. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> 
You are looking live. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Ah, yes, now it's getting chilly with the new fan on here. It's that time of the year where one day it's 60 and the next day it's 34. I know. And it's then, a so great you know, fan, though. Put, yeah, it's a great fan. It's our biggest fan right there. <laughs> Does the fan have a Twitter feed? It, it should, yeah. It, yeah. Should, it should be. What should we call the fan, Robin? Not um, the movie with uh, De Niro in it. Bruno's it? Wine Cellar fan. fan. Yeah. How about that? Isn't that too long of a name? Yeah, I don't that know. is kind of long. Is it? We have one guy on Twitter who's a very, very, a very, very sensitive to some of the things we say during the breaks. Oh, yeah? Like we're saying, the, you know, people are ripping us for wasting energy because it's Earth Day. Oh, and I said, that's low energy, that fan. Sort of like Joe Biden or Jeb Bush. Where's the rim shot for I, that? I know. So, so I'm, I'm a nonpartisan rip. So, right. I, didn't make, I don't make up these nicknames. So I was a low energy joke on Earth Day. Oh, yeah? And our and good buddy Ice Rink up there in Canada where they also throw medical waste on the streets for some reason. He says, where's the earth day? He says, is, it's amazing. We can't drink from plastic straws, but when you buy a soft drink or anything at Subway or Wawa, wherever, the, pl- the cups are plastic. The lids. The lids. The yeah, lids yeah, yeah. are plastic, yeah. but everybody's going crazy about plastic straws. It's a good point. It is a good point. Those are the ways we look for, we look for solutions, not complaining. Do you know what uh, happened 16 years ago today, Tony? Uh, let's see. This is a sad anniversary. But 16 it's, it's, it, years it, ago. It warrants mentioning. I will, what happened 16 years ago? It has to do ago? with a football player. Oh, is this the Tillman? Yes. yes. Pat oh, Tillman. yes. Pat Tillman was killed in Afghanistan by friendly fire. And yeah. you remember initially today. they didn't think it was friendly fire. Right. They thought he was in combat and then after an investigation. Yeah. And so because he was killed by friendly fire, a lot of people use that as a way to go crazy about the military. He's not really a hero if you get killed by no. friendly fire and all that other <laughs> bullshit. That's such BS. I know. <laughs> I'm just sick and tired of agendas. The fact that he gave up his football career to exactly. go into the Army. Exactly. That's well, he was inspired by 9-11. Yeah. I mean, right. it's yeah. just amazing. And the people who hate that because, you know, they don't like the military. And, you know, it's because nobody's, by the way, nobody's forced to go into the military. This is ju- this just in. Right. Yeah. There's no draft. When did the draft end? Like, what was in the it was 70, after Vietnam. 75, it, 76? The Vietnam era was right. when the draft was in. And you got draft. My people of my age, we were all drafted. Right. I wasn't drafted. Because I didn't get picked that year, because I lost my dad. But I didn't have, I didn't do, I didn't run to Canada right. or look for exemptions. What but about a lot of my friends went there. My high school and elementary school buddies went to Vietnam and died in Vietnam in the most senseless war in my lifetime. Because it made nobody knew why we're in Vietnam back then. Now, if you went to college, were you exempt until you got out of college? No. Or could they, no, pluck, you got you, they could pluck you right out of college? They plucked you out unless okay. you joined ROTC. Oh. And it was kind of as if you were in. And then a lot of people were able to get out of actually going, going into, into combat. Right, and stuff. going into combat. But, you know, or, the, 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 uh, the draft ended in the 73? 1973. It was originally supposed to expire on June of 1971, but the Nixon administrator decided the draft needed to continue for at least some time. So the administration requested Congress for a two-year extension That's to why, June you know, that's how Nixon got elected, because he was promising to end the war in Vietnam, mm-hmm. and that's how he won. He said, I'm going to get out of there, mm-hmm. and people wanted to get out of there because nobody really wanted to be in there except the idiots 
who decided that we needed to go fight in a jungle halfway across the war world because North Korea was communists. Again, that's another issue for another show. Bottom line is we don't care about that stuff now. You don't have to go fight in a war. You can join the military if you want. And, oh, by the way, if you don't want to, you don't have to join the military. It's an amazing choice that we have in this world, Harry. In a world where there are very few choices anymore, right. you don't have to do that. Siri came up with that in uh, 1973. What? Anyway, let's get it back to the football here, Harry. Because there's all kinds of stories going around now, as we are now a day away. The draft is tomorrow night. Yeah. Virtual. And uh, the Miami Dolphins are causing a lot of noise now. And well, they got a lot of picks. Yeah, and so they're putting yeah. out all kinds of feelers. And Ian Rappaport at the NFL Network, Rap Sheet on Twitter, says that because there's a big run on offensive tackles that we were just talking about it with Anthony Beck, mm-hmm. so many teams want that big offensive lineman, and there's a, qual- a bunch of quality guys here, that the Miami Dolphins uh, want to trade up from number five. To three, I believe, yeah, right? Yeah, to make sure. So they're, they're talking to – because obviously one and two are pretty much locked in. Pretty much, yeah. So they want to go up to three if they can to guarantee to get the guy that they want. And that's Detroit's pick at number three, correct? Mm -hmm. That is the Detroit Lions. And they're looking to get out of there, too. Right. And so that's what you're talking about. What would Miami, what would you give up if you're Miami and you really want that offensive tackle and you got Detroit sitting there ready to make a deal as well? What would you do? I, I mean, I would just sit where I am and I can get a tackle. I think if they move up, you'd be moving up to make sure you get the number two quarterback. I agree, because if you look at the boards, most of the consensus. You know, you got, you got the linebacker from Clemson, Simpson. Mm-hmm. Who's Simmons, pro- Simmons who's yeah, probably going to go early. He's a stud. He's going to go yeah, early. Yeah, he's a stud. Uh, you know, two is probably going to go early. I mean, the Dolphins can have two in their laps if they want to sit there, if that's the guy they want. Unless San Diego jumps into the three spot and takes two yeah. instead no, you're of Herbert. Right. Detroit, I mean, he- Detroit is the missing element right now. Right. They are the team that has the most leverage because they, they don't have – they can take anybody they want, and they have probably mm-hmm. have a bunch of different names that they're ready to take. They'll but probably they can take also a cornerback. And they can move down. Yeah, yeah, people are projecting that they're going to take the Akuta kid from Ohio State. Because they lost Slay to the Eagles. Exactly. Yeah. And so Detroit's sitting pretty because they can say, hey, what are you willing to give me at number right. three to move up there? Miami's saying the same thing because they've got a lot of picks, too. So right. that's where we're going to see this draft hang in the balance because those two teams, Detroit and, uh, and even the Giants at number four, are sitting in a position there with the, in the top five well, in a good spot to make moves. Well, and, and also the Giants can just sit there and probably get the second-best offensive lineman if somebody at three jumps in, whether it's Miami or somebody else, and takes you know, the, the first one. So the Giants could just sit there. By and the maybe way, I, they trade out because somebody wants to jump up to get a Simmons. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're in a good spot. By the way, I, I never said you had to be drafted. I said you were in a pool to be drafted. Not everybody who was of draft age in the 70s, mm-hmm. which I was in the 60s and 70s, everybody got drafted. There were a lot of people who didn't get drafted. And there were a lot of people who did get drafted and chose to leave the country and go to Canada and be a coward. That's how it works. So don't tell me that I'm pretending that you had to be drafted. Where the hell did I say you had to be drafted? You could have walked in and enlisted. A lot of people did. You know who enlisted back in World War II? Baseball players. Oh. They walked away from their careers to go fight in the big one, the WW2. Wow. You'll look at all the players. Well, Major Ted League Williams Hall lost, of Famers. Lost what? How many years? Two seasons off the war, I think? Some of them lost five two. seasons wow. going to fight for them. So, yeah. again, this isn't a political statement. This isn't me promoting war <laughs> or having to join the military. 
So please, people, take your damn agendas and pound it where the sun doesn't shine, which is pretty much everywhere these days with this weather. <laughs> Jeepers. That's the one thing that has actually been good. Toxic. About oh. not being able to play golf is the weather has been pretty crappy around yeah. here. You know, it's not like I've been missing beautiful True. 70 degrees and sunshine. That would make it even oh, way torture. more difficult. Now, Harry's got three shirts on today, but no golf cap. Well, yeah, I wasn't expecting the fireplace <laughs> to be, be, be on. I, I, I walked into, I thought I was in it, walking into a campfire. It's like a sauna in it's here. It's unbelievable. Like a sauna. It was nice and toasty. Now, do we have, uh, we have Jose on the line? You have a sweatshirt on today. Yeah, but I don't have anything on. Oh, okay. I, I just put this on because it was 34 degrees this morning. Yeah. I don't layer. I mean, layering right now, yeah. Harry, is not good. <laughs> I mean, three shirts? Yeah. You got the white the polo shirt on. Well, you got that's the white a t-shirt. t-shirt. It's just a t-shirt. Then you got a that golf shirt. That protects the RLX golf shirt Oh, okay. Then sweat. You see what I'm saying? God forbid there should be any getting on your polo. I hate about Ralph Lauren RLX wear here. I hate to do it to you. Do you iron your underwear? No. Hell no. I don't wear underwear. Oh. See, that's a good job. Right? There, goes our, there goes our Tommy John or Fruit of the Loom endorsement deal. But Harry. I will wear underwear if they want to give me underwear. I'm opening myself up for the possibility. Hell, I'll take a Fruit of the Loom endorsement. Damn right, man. Who wouldn't? You know, Hanes. What's, what's yeah. the other one? Well, the one I can't remember that I we just talked about last week, that other one. Tommy John? No, I the no, other no, no. one. The Duluth. Du- oh, yeah, yeah. Duluth Trading Company. Yeah. Buck naked underwear yes. is what they yes. call it. Yeah, there, there you go. The Not Buck and Kincaid in Atlanta down there on the radio. <laughs> the commercials alone are awesome. I think you guys would be perfect for that, Duluth, because they yeah. could, like, make little cartoon characters of both of yeah, you Yeah, the little sketches. Yes. They're funny. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about balls. <laughs> No, you notice all the commercials now are about underwear. I know. And not just women's underwear. No. They don't do women's underwear anymore because that's sexist. But now let's sell men's underwear on TV because that's okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Tommy quite... John sells both. I think yeah, they now. do they're, both. They're, they're doing both. But no, the, the, the propensity of male underwear commercials yeah. now, everybody's got their own underwear. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that if you want to no. buy. That's, that's America. Now, can they still buy underwear? Those stores are closed, right? Uh, would they be and... essential? They're not essential. You could order off the, off the no, internet. No, but like Walmarts again. are open and Targets, oh, yeah. right? Aren't they considered yes. essential? See, that's the list. We need a list of what's really see, essential. Harry would not know if a Walmart is open or not. That's right. Well, it's because you can get food sh- at a Walmart, yes. right? Yeah. So that's probably why yeah. it's essential. Exactly. Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> we now have a poll question up on the Tony Bruno uh, Twitter feed. At Tony oh, yeah, Bruno we show. do. We have a poll question for today's show. What should we name our basement fan? Here are the possibilities. Big Papa, Rough Choice. Uh, that's it right now. So we need some good answers here, Harry. And even if they're bad answers, you know what we'll do, what they do on, uh, on the Family Feud. We'll shout, good answer, good answer, when we know the answer sucks. Do you ever notice people do that on the Family Feud? It's like a really bad answer, right. but their family members... And then they all clap. Yeah, yeah. their yeah, family yeah. members don't want to really well, throw them under right. the bus. And the then- obvious choice should be Bruno's number one fan. Right? That's a good one. Well, that's right good. Well, and then hello. they go, survey said. <laughs> <laughs> and then later they go home and, you know, it gets ugly and they bust stuff up around the house and then the big screen goes and all the other stuff. I kind of like blowhard cowboy fan. <laughs> blowhard. <laughs> we got plenty of those. Out yeah. good. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with blowhard cowboy fans until draft day. And then they'll start talking, talking trash again. But anyway, here's the number because I want to hear from the. Now, can we call Jose? Because he usually calls us. It's What Up Wednesday. He might be out flying his drone. I don't think so. No. 
because he's been on fire. The first two weeks, this is week three oh, of this show. He's been spectacular. His first two Wednesday appearances have been Hall of Fame caliber mm-hmm. when it comes to talk show regular callers. Right. And Jose, we do him once a week. Wednesdays, he knows. He doesn't prepare. Mm-hmm. He's just a, he's a savant when it comes to this stuff. So I want to hear from Jose today, and we left it open for him to call in. So the heat's on Jose. The heat is on. I don't know if that's the correct number. but <laughs> Coles is closed, though, right? Uh, yeah, and I th- did I read that they're, they're going out of business, too? Are they going out of business? There's so many places that are going out of business, it's very sad. The only place that always goes out of business but never does is the Oriental Rug Stores. You ever see those in Can the mall? Can we say that? Is it yeah, that's Ori- what they're called, yeah, yeah. Oriental okay. Rug Stores. Okay. Those are always going out of business, but they never do. Yes. Right. Or jewelry stores. Or, or furniture, furniture stores. stores. Yes. That furniture store is always the last. And mattresses. And mattresses. Yeah, mattresses, stores. too. Always have the big going out of business sale, yes. and then you go back a year later, and <laughs> they're still there. And they're still going out of business. I mean, what the hell's going on? The hell was that? That's what I always say when I drive by those stores. Jesus. Anyway, we got more draft talk coming up. We'll have Brett Favre was on Sirius today. Sirius with my boy Bruce Mary on the Sirius XM Blitz. And obviously, Brett Favre was pretty good, huh? Yeah, he is good. Although he wasn't a first round. He was not a number, he was not a number one overall guy. Second no. round pick. But obviously had to work his way up because nobody thought he was the first pick, good enough to be the first overall pick. And that happens to a lot of guys. Before he played the Brett Favre cuts, the man is there. He heard the bat signal go up in Norristown, Pennsylvania. And ladies and gentlemen, we cannot commence with What Up Wednesday festivities without the man himself, Mr. Jose. What up, yo? What up, Jose? What up, yo? What up? What up, Maze? What up? What what up, Bruno's? What up, Miss Robbins? What up, Jose? Anybody else I missed back there on What about Joe C's, the man at the ones and twos? What up, Joe C's? And Krause. And Krause's. And Krause's. (laughs) And you guessed it. What up, Sirius XM 211s? What up? What up? Where, where well. were you, man? What were you doing? You're a little late today. I was wrapping up a ball game on the PS4 system. Oh, who did you play today now? Did you have gloves on and you wear a mask while you were playing with a computer video game? In, in I'm your... the Fighting Phils facing the Texas Rangers and a business person special, Phil. Oh, 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 was that oh, on the schedule today? I mean, if they had actually, because, you know, they had a Philly schedule out. Yeah, sure. So I haven't looked at it. Who would they be, would they be playing? So they would be playing the Texas Rangers today in a business person special? That is correct, sir. Oh, that who, is great knowledge. Who right was there. on the bump, Jose? <laughs> Aaron Nola, yo. Oh, Aaron <laughs> Nola. Would this have been his second win of the year, or oh. would this be his first? No, it would have, obviously, it would be a week, uh, almost two weeks into the season now, right? Yeah. It would probably be win number four for him if he, they were playing. Oh. No, he wouldn't have made four starts by now. What do you have? We're oh. about a month in. Are we? How many yeah. games have we lost? It's, it started, it would have started the end of uh, March. March 26, yeah. to be exact. We're wow. almost a month in, man. Almost it's a month in. Crazy. So today it would have been here in Philadelphia at the Great Citizens Bank Park, Texas. And after that Rain- game, yes. we, went, we would have been at what up? Parks and Addison Avenues and Wavelands and Sheffields. Yes, yeah. indeed. Yankees. Oh, so it, it was a getaway day. Is that what you're saying? Yep. The Cubs in action today. So you got the full Major League Baseball slate right in front of you. So uh-huh. you'll never miss a simulated game playing on your PS4. That is correct, sir. It's a good job out of you, man. You think people, about- See, everybody thinks people quit on baseball, Harry. Not Jose. No, no, not Jose. And I know about two other people who are probably doing the same thing right now. That's how much they – and then listen, we all miss baseball. 
Yep. Now, were the players wearing masks, Jose, <laughs> and the umpires? Uh, no, they were wearing their actual umpiring gear and some and the and you know what I mean? They're wearing their black jackets on a cold April winter went to spring day. Well, you know, the players, especially, you know, especially a lot of the players who aren't used to playing in cold weather, mm-hmm. you see them in April games and March games, they got those full face masks on. They I'd have them. three layers on, Tony. Yeah, but I'm saying they'd like pull off the whole face mask. The hoodie. The, the hoodie, hoodie, the whole bit, man. Yep, the face gear, the, the mittens, the, the hats, the yep. gloves, you name it. Soft, man. I hate to say it, baseball players are soft. Hey, man, you're coming from Florida. You just spent like eight <laughs> weeks in Florida. Now you're, and you're coming north. And then you're coming north, and it's 38 degrees and drizzly. Yep. Oh, there's nothing better than and sitting you t- in it. And you take a 92-mile-an-hour fastball off the fist. You think that doesn't hurt? Or a jam session inside on a one-two oh. You get one right on the knob of your, uh, of your, your, your hip. hip? Yep. Your hip flexor, right? Oh. Right on that hip yep. bone. You, yep. hit, you, get, you ever get hit there with a baseball? Huh? No. It hurts, man. Other and then, and then you can't have surgery. The then you, By the way, you, if you have like a torn rotator cuff. Well, you're early, not right now. You you're can. not even allowed to get rotator cuff surgery or Tommy John surgery because or anything. It's not, because it's not essential. Exactly That's right. right, man. It's an outrage. How yeah. am I supposed to be able to watch a guy? What happens if Aaron Nola goes out there, blows his arm out in his first start, and then has to wait who knows how long before he can have it surgically repaired? Because, uh, because of the COVID. There's right. too much. No, there's no beds and operating tables for uh, for major league baseball players to get operated on because of the lack of uh, lack of uh, operation. By the way, do you have a ventilator in in your house right now to uh, to make sure you're okay if something happens? I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got my I got my full red mask when I go out and travel. So basically, I'm wearing my Phillies hat and my red uh, mask during travel hours when I'm not in quarantine. Wow. Now, have you gone out in quarantine? Like, did you do like Chris Cuomo and go out and get into a fight with somebody riding a big fat no. bicycle because uh, they recognized you because <laughs> you've been around and people now know who you are? No, sir. And then pretend that you really were hiding in quarantine like Chris Cuomo did when he went out and apparently got into a confrontation with a guy even though he nope. claimed that he just came out of his basement after multiple weeks of isolation? Nope. It's just people I go to, the, uh, the, to a park near you and get my walk in. Before I go in the quarantine business again, and I see people wearing big giant coats and hoodies and masks yeah. and face gear during a winter, a spring winter cold day. And, and, and nothing like hearing that familiar refrain in the background, Harry. What's that? Get your cold beer here oh, yeah. when you're freezing, and people are looking for hot chocolate in those early games. Do you ever Why notice not? that? Peanuts. Exactly. So they have all the beer ready. Everything's open in a real world. Right. And then you go there, and it's like 30 degrees and really cold, and then they don't have the hot chocolate machines going. Right. Because they could sell – because they don't want to sell hot chocolate. Where's the bourbon vendor? Exactly. Where's the Jack Daniels? Joe? Exactly, Jose. <laughs> See, he knows what's going on. Where's, right. the, uh, where's the Jim Bean action? All right, Jose, uh, what are your, your Raiders? What are they going to do with the first pick? I don't know what Chucky and Mayock's going to do in the draft on Thursday, but if I had a choice, I might as well go defensive on start off, like secondary. Okay. A lot of people have them taking a wide receiver there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be a wide receiver run that Jerry Judy from Alabama mm-hmm. in many mocks. He's, he's very high on the board, yo. Yes, he is at number 12. He's sitting there right now with a bullet. There's some medical yep. questions apparently about him. I think that's a smoke screen. Can we say red flag action, yo? Yeah, I think somebody's putting that out there. Hope That could be Howie Roseman doing that. Mm-hmm. 
just so he falls to, to them at 21. Yeah, because oh, that's what happens. It, no, exactly. It's yeah. all a smokescreen. Yeah. You know what, Sam? I was watching over the weekend or yesterday while during NBA lockdown quarantine. What, what are you watching? Game three, Knicks Bulls at the torn down Chicago Stadium in Madison Avenue. Oh. That was the game where there was a big scrap between Derek Harper and Joe Joe English in front of the commissioner. That is great. And John Starks getting it on with the Chicago security. That was the madhouse on Madison. And speaking of that, did you watch The Last Dance on Sunday night? Yes, I did. I watched two parts, and I'm watching three and four and five and six to the very end. Oh, man. We'll all be there. Hopefully we'll be alive. Other than that, we don't. We already established that the Jerry's, Reinsdorf, and Kraus were not big fans. We're not good fans of the players. That's right. Because the players say they got alter egos. And by the way, before pre-internet action, they were taking target practice at Jerry Krause. Yeah, and Jerry Krause, no relation to our Krause. No, not Jerry, right, no so, relation to yeah. Joe Krause, no. Drew no. told Jerry Krause, yo, he could go fishing, yo. Exactly. <laughs> Jose, always great to talk to you, man. No problem, Another man. Another solid sports-filled performance. A man playing simulated baseball games at home during the can pandemic. He's three for three, Tony. Yes, he is. Beautiful. He's not a four for four guy, though. I don't know about that. Harry. <laughs> We're coming right back. Open phones. You want to call on in? 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. We're having fun on a What Up Wednesday. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays. Yeah. Your opinion is required. I love this one. You know what I do? I, I want to what? one guy on the Twitch stream here who's like really, really, really easily triggered. Who? CJM8. Okay. You see him on there? No. CJM8. He's really, really sensitive to anything that I, any attempts at humor mm. that do not match his sensibilities. Yes. Yeah. Not sense and sensibilities. What? What's this, Robin? Um, not showing it to everybody yet because we're going to unveil it as soon as it's done it's almost done there's this design here that has a person falling down with a oh. bottle and a mask on their face if mm. we're if we're and i'm changing it to if they're gonna if if we're gonna die let us die drunk at least yes. hashtag quarantine 2020 so g-o-n-n-a yeah, yeah because that's what she said that right. why they're going to she was a little bit more and then, that's okay. No, I know or, that because we don't have anything locked in here. So I like the other one. You like? I that's what I thought too. Yeah. This one. This one's a little bit because the mask uh, like yes. jumps out at you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, all right. Jose's uh, been brilliant. Heath, yes. I don't know if you heard. If you're listening to the Twitch uh, feed, but they went with number two, which is what I thought, with the person falling down and the mask over their face. And the only thing that we need to change is if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least. Wait a minute. Let me hear this. Let me hear it. If we're going to die, let us die drunk at least. Yep, that's it. If we're going to. If we're going to die, let us die. Let us die drunk at least. At least. That should it be? It should be dot dot dot. Die, let us die drunk at least. At least. So should it be dot dot dot? Yeah, at least? between the drunk okay. and at. Yeah. yeah. All right. Dot dot dot. There's okay. a slight pause. It's there not a Jim Rome pause. pause, but it's a slight pause. That's what Larry King, when he used to write his USA Today, yeah, everything was, was dot, everything was dot dot dot. I tweet that way. You tweet that way? Oh, I'll yeah. do a little dot yeah. dot dot action. Yeah. A lot of my tweets are run on sentence. One run on sentence with a bunch of dot dot dots. People hate it. We're gonna. Die. 
Let us die drunk, dot, 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 at least. Beautiful. Oh, I know what we missed. What? Gronk's introductory conference call, streaming live at Buccaneers.com at 3.30, so it's underway. Yeah, we got to freshen this piece. Yeah, we need up. to freshen. We have we have those other ones Fresh. that the I I sent them to you. The um, promos, some of the promos. Uh, no, I sent three. No, I sent three that were produced because I used the shell. Okay. Yeah, they have to. Oh, yeah. Then I'll be able to do. And you can link it. And I believe, which is was something that I saw, is that you can link them all together so that they can play one right after the other, but they're still separate. Right. Which is awesome. And they'll also archive. Correct. Yeah. It's going to take quite some studying to know how to use this program. When I set everything up the other night, it was. Yeah. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. It is a What Up Wednesday in full effect, Harry. The great Joe Thiesman will join us in the next hour. <laughs> you know, because Joe's really still connected at the hip to the Redskins oh, organization. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying he's going to have, like, inside information, but maybe he will. And if he does, you'll hear it here first. That's coming up in the next hour. And then all the way from Denver, a man who not only knows football, basketball, well, he obviously knows the NBA. He played in the NBA for many, many years. Mm -hmm. The great Scott Hastings will join us and all the other good stuff. Now, he does radio in Denver, yeah, right? Yeah, he's, he's, he's like the number one show in Denver. Like afternoon drive no, or, does or middays. Okay, okay. I think they're called the Monsters of the Middays. Mm. Not the Monsters of... No, that was the guys in Chicago. Were Midway. The that was Midway. Yeah, but they yeah, called them Monsters right. of the Midday, see, because they were on in midday, which is like <laughs> between 10 to 2 or noon to 3. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, <laughs> we got a lot of stuff going on today. Uh, ESPN, I don't know if you saw this story, Harry. You know, obviously, we're all looking for content. Sure. Except this show. We always have content. Yes. But, you know, you, may, you ever see the site House of Highlights? There's a guy who started the site called House of Highlights. No. And he came up with all these great highlights. He would collect highlights from different sporting events, real ones. Mm -hmm. So now ESPN has hired him to actually help them attract another audience during this coronavirus debacle. By, and his idea is to take regular people who are on Facebook and posting all these viral videos of them doing athletic things mm -hmm. and then making them part of a sports center top ten okay. once a week, figuring that, you know, people well, yeah. want to see themselves on TV. They want to see themselves doing cool stuff, silly stuff. And so why not let the average person, who's never going to be on an ESPN top ten video, right. be on an ESPN top ten video? And I think it's a great idea. That's pretty good. In the interim. And the guy yeah. who runs the House of Highlights, Robin, his name should be on it. Uh, He's out of New York. Yeah, no, he does a tremendous job. And ESPN hired him right now to help them create content. It's Omar Raja. Exactly yes. right. Yeah. Omar Raja. He's only 26 years old, and he's been hired by ESPN. He went down to Central Florida 
down from the Florida air area. And the ESPN says, hey, let's get some highlights of real people. You know, because there's no mm-hmm. – you can run highlights of dunks from the past. Sure. But they're all dunks we've already seen. We've seen every dunk from the great athletes. We've seen dunk contests. We've seen horse contests. Let the regular people get their love. And I think that's a great idea. So he goes and finds them or people send them to him? Both. I mean, okay. he obviously is an aggregator of all these great tweets. So yeah. people send it to him, and that's how he started his business. He would get the highlights, and then he created the site, House of Highlights. Right. And got millions of highlights. So people send him stuff all the time. So just like they do at ESPN on SportsCenter, like on Sunday nights yeah. with Scott Van Pelt, they do the top ten. And they do it pretty much every night, especially when there's a lot of sports going sure, on. Sure, they pull from all sports. Even hockey gets Yeah, they'll pull like European soccer, soccer, great yeah, soccer goals, yeah. whatever it is. They're the top ten highlights. Yeah. Even Little League World Series. They'll even pull like the Spelling Bee if we had one which we're not going to this year. Yeah, he, so, um, he originally started on Instagram, and he right. has 16.7 million followers. Amazing, the guy's man. a genius. You want to talk about yeah. content creators and somebody finding an idea. And it's not even his content. You. Now, does I mean, he brilliant. choose the top ten, or does, does ESPN choose the top ten? I don't 10? know. I saw the story this morning. Actually, it was on Bloomberg this morning. There was a good story written by it, and uh, the uh, writer and I were going back and forth this morning from Bloomberg, and he brought the story out there. And I, I wrote back to him. I said, hey, man, that's a great idea. Johnny. You know, people want to knock ESPN all the time. And, but the bottom line is, when you come up with a good idea and you're ESPN and your ratings are down 60% from where they were a year ago because mm-hmm. there's no live content and the horse stuff isn't exactly working, you, you, you let people – because now you're going to be watching – you know if you've done a viral video because they're all out there, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like he's going to sneak into somebody's house and catch them by surprise, you know, like Crank Yankers or, you know, or the, uh, those shows that catch people in the act without them knowing it. This is all stuff that people do themselves, and everybody videotapes themselves. Hopefully they don't do any of these stupid uh, birthday – what are those called things? Oh, the, uh, the gender reveal. reveal. The gender yeah. reveal. Yeah. The gender reveal pranks have jumped the shark. Thank yeah. you. Have Thank they you. not jumped the shark out? A long time ago. Absolutely. Time ago. Okay. Now, there's some funny ones. It's got guys trying to, yeah. The one guy tried to shoot a basket, and he missed, and the thing hit the backboard and exploded. Yeah. I mean, those are okay, but do we really need that anymore? And, again, you could do whatever you want. I'm not telling you not to do gender reveals, okay? I don't tell people what to do. But, but the, the world doesn't need to see them anymore. No, no. I got annoyed when Dustin Johnson did, did one with Paulina. Why did you get mad? Because uh, I'm like, it's yeah, Dustin Johnson. On, don't you have a Dustin Johnson autographed uh, golf shirt somewhere? No, I don't, I don't have any autographs. <laughs> stuff. The only autograph thing that I have in golf is Jack Nicklaus. Signed me a picture and, you know, like personalized oh, it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Where? Oh, yeah. What, what tournament did you go to? No, he. Get, I got it sent to me from the Bears Club. I got an in down there. Oh, the yeah. Bears Club. Yeah. Oh, now, you mean Jack Nick, not the Chicago no, Bears. No, no, no. Not the Cow Bears. <laughs> no. Not Smoky Bears. Johnny Rye 129 <laughs> on Twitch. The, it does the name game thing. Yes, of course. Omar, don't call me Raja Bell. That's great. That's a good one. Thank you, Chris Berman. <laughs> <laughs> Larry Brown would like that one because yes. he loved Raja Bell. All right, so who didn't love Raja Bell, Harry? Come on. He played defense, Tony. Yes, he did. He was a 60. He, he played. He played on both ends of the floor. <laughs> he didn't just stand back there and wait for guys to come up the floor. And pretend that he cared. If he was a hockey player, they'd call him a 200-foot player. <laughs> now, Harry, yeah. Jeff Bruder on Twitch has a good point. He says, if Paulina asks you to do a gender reveal, you do You're a gender right. reveal. You know, I, no, I don't. I say you can do a gender reveal, <laughs> but I'm out. Yeah, but you wouldn't even – I mean, like, you wouldn't so have he, a child anyway. So he probably pulled the driver out, right? He, he did. Smacked, he yeah. smacked it, and it was like pink or blue, whatever it was. So what's wrong? Right. He's a golfer. Yeah, I know. 
It's not like he went out of his element and did a gender reveal I hitting know. a exploding golf ball. Oh, now all of a sudden you're sticking up for the gender reveal. Oh, it's Paulina, Paulina Judge Retsky, who I knew when she was a little girl <laughs> growing up in, in Southern California. Remember, we had we had yeah. Wayne on at one of our shows mm-hmm. down in Anaheim. Yeah. And he was there with the kids. And he was there with his kids, and they were young. All right, we, need to, we need to look this up, because I'm not aware of this, but one for R checks in, or actually it's one for 3C1 on Twitter. The Gordon Hayward gender reveal was the funniest because he was disapp- how disappointed he was. He was disappointed? So I, was I that after, s- before he got hurt or after he got hurt? I, I, he came I back from the injury. No, I think he was just disappointed in the gender. I think he, he might have gotten a girl, wanted a boy kind of thing. I need to see this. Do we have it? I, I, how I'm does sure. somebody get pissed off at a gender reveal when it's your child? Unless it's not your child. <laughs> it's his how do you get pissed off if you don't have the right gender? Here it is. Gordon Hayward doesn't on, seem on, very on, happy. Wait, wait, wait. Well, we, don't know. We, have a, we have enough time. As long as this Nesson chick doesn't spend an hour leading into it. Good. All right, oh, so he's in his go. backyard. Wait, hold on. Right. I'm going to. Just play. You don't have to play the sound. We'll, we'll do play by play. Okay. Because okay. we're running out of time, Robin. So, so he's in his backyard. Right. He's got one of his, He's got a little daughter there. Two of them. Oh, two girls yes. there. I can't see the other Three. one. Three. Three girls are ready. Oh, no. That's okay, one's that's his wife. wife. <laughs> and then the girls open the box. What's in the What's box? What's in the box? And then what comes out? Oh, a pink, pink balloon. balloon. And, and he's he, like, throws it up he's in the like, air. He's like, whoopee. Another girl. <laughs> another wedding. <laughs> Look at he's, he's, just, he's just knocking the balloons away. The, the daughters are giving well, him the balloons. you've been a dad. You, you have two daughters. You yeah. want a son. Yippee. He's like, ah, oh, shit. See, now that's awesome. That is awesome. Is he, <laughs> he's not pissed off, though. Only Harry gets pissed off. We're coming back much more still. Ahead. Joe Theismann. Yeah, he definitely didn't seem very He happy was not there. too enthused. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Now, I don't understand why men get upset at all because it's their sperm that causes the No, the eggs female. have a lot to do with it. No. It's a combo mambo, Harry. It is not. Oh, okay. I'll I resend them. Dry reads that they did. I, do not I thought I caught. I forwarded those to you. I'll forward them. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, no. It is the male sperm that makes determines it. The I, gender? Determines the gender. Boom. Who's who's the English king that? Uh, beheaded a whole bunch of his wives because they couldn't give him a son, and it turns uh, out they Henry find it. Henry the Eighth, I am, I am. And they find out that it's because yeah. of him he couldn't have a son. Yep. Well, you know that was a great Herman's Hermit it's song. You remember that one, Harry? What? Henry the Eighth. No. You don't remember Henry, Henry the Eighth by Herman's Hermit? I am, I am. That was one of their hits. Henry the Eighth, I am, I am. Yeah. Henry. Henry. Was it Henry? Yeah, it's Henry the Eighth by by Herman's Hermits. That Henry the Eighth, the big hit. And it keeps getting faster and faster. Can we play a taste of it, yep. Robin? Hang on, I'm coming. Here it goes. Henry the eighth, I am. Henry the eighth, I am, I am. I got married to the girl, this girl. She's been married several times before, and everyone was an Henry. Henry! <laughs> Wait a minute. That sounds like the second punk verse. verse. Same as the first. I'm The great Peter Noon. Exactly right. All right, that drop it right now. Wow. 
right, get ready. There you go, folks. That is Henry VIII. Never I am. heard That's that That's like the between innings entertainment at a ball game that yeah. you only get on Twitch. See what you're getting that yeah. the people out there on Sirius aren't getting? I even played a little good drum action in there. Yeah, that was pretty good. You're getting Ice better. Ice Drink Ottawa said, good God, they have cellar fever. <laughs> <laughs> I got jungle fever, but I, there hasn't been much action around here. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Ah, yes. See, if you don't listen to us on Twitch, you know, during the breaks on Sirius XM 211, we you know the show never stops. So we were talking about gender reveals mm -hmm. as we ended the uh, previous hour and that, you know, athletes do it. Everybody's been doing it. You know, my, my daughter-in-law, who's a nurse, and in her eighth month of pregnancy now, and she's a nurse at Jefferson Hospital out there niece. on the front line. My niece. I keep calling her. She's my niece. She's my sister's daughter. Gotcha. And she's eight months pregnant, due next month. And so I worry about her. And I have a cousin, Frank Bruno, who's a nurse mm -hmm. at the hospital. So we all have some connection to this. Those of us are sitting at home and, you know, not out there putting our lives on the line by having to go in there and take care of people while everybody else is sitting at home complaining. So I worry about that. So she had a gender reveal. Robin didn't like the gender reveal either because she doesn't like it. She's, like, she's getting like I, Harry now. No, no, no. I just like keeping it a surprise. I do, I'm really not into the gender reveals ahead of time. And that's, you know, that's the, way, the way the world works now. Mm -hmm. And people, a lot, a lot of people want to know because they don't want to go out because now you can get the colors of the – if you want to wear pink or blue yes. and all that other stuff. A lot of people figure, you know, it's a pain in the ass to wait till the end because then you don't know what to get. Now you can put up your wish lists right. and have everybody buy you stuff before the baby's born. I get that. Mm. That's the modern world, Robin. You know what I'm saying? I'll get you a gift late. Yeah. You know? Or I'm like not getting a baby. I'm not having No, I'm just saying, like, I'll wait until the baby's born, and then I'll say, oh, it's a boy? All right. Well, so we were talking. We played the, uh, the, the disappointed gender Gordon reveal Hayward. by Gordon Hayward, and I know that feeling. Like, my first two kids were boys. Mm -hmm. So when my wife was pregnant for the third time, you say, hey, I'd love to have a girl. Yeah. Then, you know, then you have two boys and a girl. And I have nieces and cousins who had like seven consecutive girls or seven consecutive boys, and they kept trying. Wow. Not that there's anything wrong with having either gender or maybe one of the 57 genders that they may be, want to become one day after they're born. But the bottom line is, you know, you have two girls and a wife, and you're a basketball player. Not that his kids can't go up and grow up and be in the WNBA. Right. But I'm sure he's thinking, hey, if we have a boy, you know, maybe he follows in my footsteps, becomes an NBA player, maybe becomes a seven-footer, mm -hmm. you know, and dominates in the league. And he'll be a white boy so he can be able to shoot the ball at right. least, you know, be a white baby. This is white wife, white, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, I think you're, you're spot on. And so, yeah. you know, and so when you're a big, white, tall, white guy who can shoot the basketball and you don't have a boy, you're thinking, damn. Yeah, he's like 6'8". Yeah, no, he's yeah. a tall guy. Yeah. Would you say he wasn't angry? He was just like a little disappointed. A little bummed out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it doesn't matter. Now, no, come on. I'm not going to go there with that. No. Joe Theismann's going to join us this hour. We'll talk to him about that. My other favorite story is the Chipotle story. Did you see this story? I did not. Now, you know, I like Chipotle. Yeah. Yes, we do. And their stock went back up again. But you remember a couple of years ago, they went through this disastrous era. We talk about viruses, airborne well, viruses. people getting sick from yes. eating there, right? Thousands of people in L.A., Boston, Ohio, and Virginia. Was it E. coli? It was E. coli bacteria, and a lot of it had to do, like, you know, because they use lettuce and stuff. Yeah. And a lot of the lettuce things in bags and, and big containers, a lot, of, <clears throat> a lot of the times you see the recalls all the time. Mm -hmm. Don't eat this lettuce. You know, it sits Especially around. the bag stuff. The bag stuff. And Robin buys the bag stuff all the time. I have to be in the bag to buy the bag stuff. Right. 
So anyway, so they had all these E. coli things. In fact, they were responsible in this lawsuit for five different foodborne illnesses in their locations. And 1,100 people got sick. They obviously sued. Yeah. They obviously changed their process at, at, at Chipotle and rebounded because now their business is strong. Their stock is high. They have to pay $25 million in a settlement. Hmm. Now, I don't know who gets that money. Yeah. Did anybody now, die because of this? Would, would you I don't sue, think anybody died. Would you sue if you just got food poisoning at a place like that? You got sick. You threw up a few times. It was uncomfortable for Remember, a while. Remember, the, the biggest lawsuit was the McDonald's coffee being spilled on a yeah. lap. Remember well, yeah. that? Well, they, they joked about that in Seinfeld. It's a great Oh, episode. yeah. I mean, that was yeah. like, oh, my God. Yeah. You, like, you don't know the coffee's hot. So, listen, companies have to have safety precautions. Mm-hmm. That's why they're in business. And you know how the public is. That you burn yourself dropping hot coffee. Or you eat bad food. People are too litigious. Yes, yeah, but they I'm are. saying if you get really, really violently ill and a company is did not do the pr- proper precautions to prevent that from happening, now accidents happen. This yeah. isn't an accident. And so $25 million. How about this? I didn't feel well when I went to a Chipotle once. And I love the, uh, you know what I always get, Robin? Yes, the carne. The carnitas. carnitas. The carnitas is good. Well, that's beef, right? No, that's, no pork. that's pork. That's the pulled pork. And it's just the flavors in there, and then you get – I get the bowls. I don't get the – I like the bowls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not that kind of bowl. Well, yeah, you, no, you, you smoke the bowl, and then you go in there and get, a, and get the bowl. And then you smoke another bowl, and you go back in. Right. And you get the – And then you sit on the bowl about two hours later. <laughs> no, it's good stuff. So anyway, when they find these people – because, you know, in a lot of these class action lawsuits, they would say, if you were involved and you were mm. – then you have to prove that somehow – you got screwed over, right. and then you have to be involved in the class action, and you get like $2 after you go through all this litigation yeah. because by the time everybody enters into the class yeah. action. It's a waste of time. It's, it's a waste of time. Yeah. The lawyers are the ones that get the money. Exactly. exactly. So where does that $25 million, You know what I want? Take Chipotle. Here's what you could do to make me happy. Next time I go in and get a carnitas bowl, don't charge me $5 for guac. All right, put the guac in for free. Yeah. That's, well, that's the least you can do. That's the problem with these types of lawsuits is that it makes their pricing go up. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that it does. Right. Nobody like really guac. takes out of and a lot of money. And you get $2 yeah. out of it. It's yeah. an outrage. The people that are part of the class action lawsuit, they get, like you said, $2. The lawyers get several million because they get the percentage of everything. And the rest of the people that enjoy going there still get screwed. Exactly. And Dean checking in, Chipotle stock price. per share, Harry. So obviously that happened between 2015 and 2018. Wow. I would say that they rebounded quite nicely Hmm. because, you know, I like Chipotle. When Rob and I would go to New York, we'd walk by a couple of them. You know, we want to grab something quick, like on the way to the train back to Philly from New York. We'd go in there and get a carnitas bowl. Hmm. But certainly that that pan that the uh, corona not really corona those and more were, importantly those it were norovirus it, it it fits into our keto diet oh, right cool. now exactly <laughs> right no. Taco Bell or Chipotle oh, oh Chipotle. Chipotle come on no nah, I'm not with you are you serious yeah. right yeah. now yeah I'm going oh. Taco. are you serious yeah. right now ask the question Del Taco. Well, never Del Tacos been. are on the oh. West Coast. Yeah, you don't have any Fantastic. Yeah. What do you think this is, In-N-Out Burger? And the other thing exactly. that's on the West Coast that's not here El is Loco. El Pollo Loco, which is also fantastic. Okay. Exactly. Fresh on the grill. They need to bring those out here, man. Right Wasn't there. that in Breaking Bad, El no, no, Pollo Locos? No, that was Locos. Los Pollos. No, that was Los, Los Pollos, Pollos Hermanos. Hermanos. Okay. Come on, get your chicken straight, Harry. <laughs> What's the matter with you, man? A lot of guacamole is right. Holy guacamole. I can't imagine anybody putting Taco Bell above Anything. I'm sorry, yeah, Taco I, I Bell. Have, I have to get, I have to get hey, you one uh, of those, Harry. Again, you can eat whatever you want, but. 
Don't drop your chalupa, Harry. That's, That's all right. I got to say to you. Keep your hands off <laughs> my, my chalupa. chalupa. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Brett Favre, brah, was on with my boy. You know who my boy is there at Sirius XM? Bruce Murray. Bruce. Bruce Murray. He has the Sirius XM NFL Blitz. And that was a great appearance by him on the show. Oh, right? he's yes, tremendous. Yeah. We may have to get him on uh, yeah. regularly. Yeah. Or semi-regularly. <laughs> or whenever we can stomach Add to him. as many jobs. Or yeah. when we don't have a guest and we're struggling. We just, hey, Bruce. Bruce, you're around? Pick up the phone. I'd man. prefer it if we get him while he's out walking the dog. Exactly. Remember he was talking yes. about yes. the dog walking? And then he'll, get, he'll run into Chris Cuomo and there'll be a fist <laughs> fight. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> I don't want any of that to happen. So anyway... So Brett Favre, you know, obviously the first pick's going to be Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. unless there's a major calamity and the world ends before Thursday night and the draft goes on. Joe Burrow is going to be the first pick. Is there any doubt in anyone's mind right now? Uh, yeah, to the Bengals, yeah. You think the Bengals may not go there? No, I said to the Bengals. And, and oh, yeah, that's you what I'm saying. Say Joe Burrow's I thought the there was any pick. doubt. You said yes to the Bengals. That's what I no, thought you meant. No, I'm, I, I mean, even the Bengals, no. Yeah. They're going to take him. Yeah. In fact... Right now, there's no doubt that he has to have a Cincinnati Bengals number one jersey when they show him sitting at home and he holds it up. Right. Because there's not going to be like four or five when we ask Matt Rule about, you know, hey, mm-hmm. if you got a guy where you're picking down there, when they're picking down there at, uh, at, seven. at seven, you know, everybody's saying they're going to take the tackle Derek Brown from, from Auburn. Not everybody, but a lot of them, the defensive tackle, mm-hmm. not the offensive linemen who are going to go fast and furious. But the bottom line is, you know who you're going to take. At least you have a couple of possibilities on your board. Right. Especially after you get past two, you don't know who's going to go. But in the case of Joe Burrow, he's going to have a jersey. Mm-hmm. But Joe Burrow being a number one overall pick quarterback has that much more pressure on him. Because there's no more pressure than the guy who's taken first and is a quarterback. You better get it right. And especially a team that hasn't won a playoff game in God knows how long. Exactly. And it hasn't been to the Super Bowl since, what, 87, 88 when Boomer Esiason took him there? Exactly. It's been right. a long drought. For and then the Kenny Anderson before that. That was like an 80, 81 Man, or back something. Back against yeah. the 49ers right. in those teams. But so Brett Favre obviously doesn't know what it's like to be the first overall pick, but he does know what it's like to be a quarterback who has to go into a town and prove himself. And one of the big things was, you know, Joe Burrow, he doesn't really want to go. He doesn't really want to go to Cincinnati. So Favre was asked by Bruce Murray on the SiriusXM NFL Blitz about what he would do and what Joe Burrow should do, in his opinion, about being drafted by Cincinnati. He should relish that opportunity, and he probably does. Because, you know, talk about the history. You know, they've been to a couple of Super Bowls, but for the most part, they're just kind of floundering around. I would look at that as this is my opportunity to change that. And I think the really good ones look at it that way. Yeah, I agree with it. Absolutely. Well, Brett still has that Beachwood aged, Mm -hmm. you know, go back to like the Cowboys. Remember, I'm Randy Johnson. Yeah. And I don't smoke. Randy White. I'm Randy Randy White. White. And Walt Garrison and those guys. I'm Walt Garrison and I don't smoke. I just put a pinch (laughs) in between my cheek and gum. (laughs) And then, of course, the greatest cheek and gum athlete endorsement ever. The greatest cheek and gum. Big running back. Oh, uh, Earl Campbell. I'm Earl yeah, Campbell. Earl Campbell. Remember Earl? Could... Skull, brother. And he's walking on the beach, and he's got these gigantic thighs. Yeah, and he can't even walk now. No, I'm not talking about now. No, I know. I'm saying I when he was bad. a star. Oh, yeah. He was no, unbelievable. We saw, we saw him in, in, in Houston a couple yeah. years ago yeah. at the Super Bowl. It's, it's sad. It is sad. Yeah. What a great player. Oh. And a great. They Actually, they honored Earl Campbell at that Super Bowl at, at the uh, big party yeah. mm-hmm. at Lee Steinberg's party. So they bring all the guys in from the cities, wherever the Super Bowl is, and, mm-hmm. and Neil, you know, and and, uh, and the the big party is always honoring the locals. So Earl Campbell in the Skull commercials, 
walking through the beach with those gigantic thighs mm. in his bathing suit. You know, and he puts the pinch in between his cheek and gums, and all these beautiful women in bathing suits are all over the place, which you couldn't yeah. do today. And what does he say to the camera? I forget. Skull, brother. Skull, brother. Skull, yeah. brother. I got news for you. <laughs> Girls don't like skull. Okay, there you're not yeah, skull. No, skull, Harry. no, yeah. they skull. do not. No, not skull. Let me. No, no, skull. Yeah, yeah, skull. Let me reiterate. Not what the this. Vikings fans say. I, I no. did it for 15 years. I can tell you, they let don't like it. Let me reiterate this. Let me let me shout it to yeah. anybody out there. Do not. Nobody. Don't start dipping. Don't start dipping because it is nasty. It is so nasty to try to kiss somebody yeah. and you get a little piece of it. Or you no. eventually oh. you have to cut the side of your face right. out. And you have oh. a hole there. I know guys that have yeah. had that done. Yeah. Remember, they used to bring that one former athlete in, into different clubhouses in the MLB. Mm-hmm. And I remember interviewing Lenny Dykstra back in 93 when that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I went down to the stadium and interviewed Lenny because he said he was going to stop dipping. Right. And because the guy came in with the face cut out, they would bring him in every year in all major league ballparks to talk to the players about the dangers of dipping. And there are still guys who dip, Harry. Absolutely. That's one of the reasons why they think there'll be pushback from major league ball players to wear masks. Because of they the guys that have they the can't dip. spit. Joe You're Kelly. not allowed to spit, by the way, in the uh, in, in the Korean leagues. You're you not? You see that in the Taiwan? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's no spitting, no runs, no hits, no errors. <laughs> Johnny Bench is going to go over there and do some Krylon commercials because you can't anyway. But one thing we care about, Harry, in this country. Breaking it's not news. about skull. Oh, look. We is got the a shirt out? It is up. Go it's to TonyBrunoShow.com and hot off the presses. You can now purchase. If we're going to die, let us die drunk at least. Here it is. Hashtag quarantine 2020. That's fantastic. We're going to die. Let us die drunk. At least. At least. At least. At I least. love that. If we're going to die, let us die drunk, at least. Exactly. You want this shirt. I want that shirt now. How how soon can I get one? You can order it now. Immediately. You know what's coming up next, Harry? Joe Theismann. Originally Joe Theismann. Yeah, I know. But he's Theismann now. And he's coming up next right here, Tony and Harry, on a What Up Wednesday. Heath, we thank you for putting this up so fast. This is awesome, and I'm having everybody disseminate it immediately. Uh, post this everywhere, yo. Is he Joe calling, or are we calling him? Do you think that uh, Sir Lawrence can take up any more room on that sofa for one cat? <laughs> yeah, pretty big. He is just... Yeah, look at him. Yeah, it's a whole cushion. He looks like a tiger. That's a big cat right there. Yeah. You know you know how much money I can get for that cat if I was down there in, in Oklahoma? Oh, yeah, $5, yeah. $5,000 right now. That's right. $5,000 for that cat. <laughs> I'll drive that cat to Oklahoma for $5,000. <laughs> Put him in the back of the pickup truck? Yep. I don't know if... If I put it to this angle, those people on Twitch, they can only – you can see part of him. He's like – He's not even fully extended, mm-hmm. no. so to speak. Like right there. <laughs> right there. He isn't. He's a huge cat. Where can you buy the T-shirt? TonyBrunoShow.com. Yep. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com under the products page. Bam! It is right there. 
and it's yeah, got Matt and Livermore. Damn! Now even major leaguers have to decide whether to spit or swallow. Oh! So it is. It, it has. <laughs> it has a saying on the front and on the back. It has the special signature, the you know the the, the Tony Bruno stuff on the back. So, very cool shirt. Thank you, Heath, for getting it on there as quick as you did. Um, Mickey Delaney, how is a cat that was sick? He is much better, thank you very much. Riddle is doing much better. <clears throat> Although he did just get diagnosed with hyperthyroidism. So now he has to have medication for the rest of his life unless we can give him this special $1,200 injection. <laughs> Which <laughs> Even my stimulus check is not going to the cat. Yeah. Is layaway available for the shirts? Unfortunately, not. These are. Uh, you this order isn't like H. Uh, what, <laughs> you, what do you call it? Home Shopping Network. <laughs> five Easy Pay right now. Is that what they do? Yeah, they do. Oh, it's Five Easy Pay. You can pay it for over five months. Yeah, I know. We need to get some pet insurance. We definitely do that. Rob, you need to get some health insurance. I know. I need to do that too. I just lost my health insurance. Damn it. Anybody want to marry me that has great health insurance? <laughs> Ma. <clears throat> Johnny RY129, you can use quad pay. Is that like a... Oh, Dean, sure, Robin, come to Clearwater. I think Karen might uh, not agree with that, though. Unless you're allowed to have two wives in Clearwater now, Dean. Well, Scientology's there. Maybe you can get away with it. I don't know. Who knows? Either that. Oh, maybe Dean can adopt me. Maybe Dean and Karen can adopt me. Can I be one of your kids? And then, because I know that Karen has fantastic health insurance. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Where do you think Dean gets his from? I know. Yeah, I get mine from Alima, too. <sighs> See, you guys, y'all are so smart. I'm on Medicare for me. Hey, wait. I can marry a woman who has great health insurance. That's what's the smart part of you guys doing it. Exactly. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Yes, indeed. The Tony Bruno store is open at TonyBrunoShow.com. We're cranking product, Harry. If we're going to die, at least let us die drunk, at least. <laughs> that's the first shirt that's up. And there's multiple shirts up there, right? We have yes. other product. Yeah, there's a bunch of different product up there. What um, about the Tony Bruno mask? And they're, they're being added daily. We also have the, uh, the Tony Bruno special edition shirts, which are the ones that are for the first responders. Um, so proceeds go to the first responders. Um, we purchase food. 
if you order a shirt, you get the fantastic shirt, but we order food from the proceeds of that shirt and then perch and, and send the food to first responders. So it's a great win-win-win. Um, we have a sticker, a first responder sticker. If you don't want a T-shirt, you can do decal. And then we have the first of the Tony Bruno signature shirts, which there will be many to come. Well, the beautiful shirt, which was a collectible yes. back in the day. So this mm. one's like vintage. That one is coming back for public demand, Correct. especially in the summer with the women's tank top. Yeah, right? and I understand that there's going to be a special women's edition that might be even in pink. Oh, um, pretty uh, in we're pink. Waiting, yeah, we're waiting to find out from that. But then there's also going to be the Harry Mays special signature shirts with his sayings. Beautiful, like Get Out and I'm Pissed Off and all the yes. other great things that we love. <laughs> Wonder if there's going to be a Joe Theismann shirt, a number seven. Not a Notre Dame one. No, uh, maybe, what, a no, would you get a Notre Dame or a Washington Redskin one, Harry? Mays? No, you got to go 82-83 Redskins jersey. Let's find out which shirt he would pick. The great Joe Theismann, which rhymes with Heisman, joins us right now on Sirius XM 211. Joe, how are you, buddy? I'm good, Tone. How about you? Beautiful, man. Are you self-medicating, self-isolating, and self-whatever else you're doing? Um, yes, I am doing all the above. Um... <laughs> As we, all, as we all are, as a matter of fact. I just uh, want to make I sure, because I'm putting up a drone. I got my own Chinese drones now, and I want to make sure that I fly it <laughs> over you and you are absolutely not on the golf course. Yeah, is he playing golf? That's yes. what I want to know. I was. I, I hurt my shoulder about two weeks ago, and now I'm in uh, physical therapy trying to get myself back ready to go. Well, as long as you don't need surgery, because you're not allowed to get that right now, Joe. <laughs> I know. I have to wait another two, three weeks after, so um, I'm just trying to get there to... The old-fashioned way. <laughs> Wait a minute. The golf course was open two weeks ago? Yeah, in Florida. We were down in Florida. Oh, of course. So See, I, yeah. I told you. I should have yeah. never left. I know. Everybody <laughs> Everybody we're talking to this week, Vince, Vince Papali, my buddy Vince Papali from Invincible. <laughs> yep. I called him yesterday. Oh, I'm in Jupiter, Florida. Of course the golf courses are open. And yep, then you're in Charlie. You're not in Virginia. You're not in the D.C. You're not in the Metroplex or in the, I, in the what do we call it up there in Washington, D.C.? The, the DMV. The DMZ. 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 DMV. No, no, the DMV. What yeah. else do they call it, though? With the, with the, it's the roundabout, the, the driving around there. Oh, the Beltway? The Beltway, yeah, yes. Yeah. You're not inside the Beltway, are you, Joe? No, I'm outside the Beltway <laughs> a long way. It's about damn time you got out of there. All right, now, Joe. <laughs> we haven't talked to you in a while, man. I miss you. I miss everybody. Yeah, well, yeah. I, know, you, you know, you, I don't know whether you went into... You know, there's a difference between quarantine and hibernation. I'm not sure which one you went into. No, I ran into you at Miami at the Super Bowl. That was a couple well, months ago. Long, doesn't that? That's how long ago does that really seem? Though? Seems I like mean, a year ago. You're absolutely yeah. right. Gosh, yes, I know. Well, you know, the good news in in the middle of June, the book comes out, How to Be a Champion Every Day. So, um, I've had a chance to finish that, and uh, the publishers got it going, and. We should be, uh, we'll be available. It's available right now on Amazon if you want to call in and order. What's so, it called? How to Be, how a, to be champion a Champion Every, every day. day? How to Be a Champion Every Day, yep. Wait a minute, did you steal that from Notre Dame and play like a champion today? Are they going to sue you no. now? Okay. Nope, this was my own <laughs> creation. <laughs> Six timeless keys to success, Tony. Six keys? Yeah. Six timeless keys. Timeless. Timeless, Tony. Timeless. Means means when you're really like an older person and you're still doing radio, you can still use them. Yeah, you mean like you and me? <laughs> yep, exactly right. <laughs> so, am I? Because I, in one of your books that you wrote, you actually mentioned me in there. Now, did you mention me in this particular book? As no, I as, did not. I, as I, you signals know what? I of success is one of the six keys to broadcasting success. 
Right. I actually thought about it, but then I thought, you know what? I mentioned you in the last one. I just can't. You know, people get tired of that same, you know, repetition in books. So no, this you. is a different one. Come on. Well, do it when I when I die. You can put me posthumously in your next book. I promise. All right, Joe. Now I know you're still connected to Washington, even though you're not there. You know, you know what's going on there, and obviously a lot of changes in the organization up there, and new coach. You know, movement in the front office. The owner is still the same. What do you expect? Because obviously they're in a great spot. And I mean, is there anybody on earth or anybody who's always used to the Redskins throwing a curveball who does not believe that they will take Chase Young with the second pick in the draft? I, I, I believe they will. I mean, I, you know, I was convinced Tom Brady was going to stay in New England, too. I think you and I actually talked about that at the Super Bowl. Yep. I, I was convinced Tom would stay there. Um, you know, and, and who thought, you know, I guess you sort of had an inkling that Gronk might come out if it was a nice place. I mean, if Tom went to Green Bay, it wasn't going to happen anyway. But, you know, I mean, uh, now that Tampa Bay becomes extremely interesting. But I've always believed, because the Redskins are going to a 4-3 defense, I've always believed that that Chase Young would be their choice. But it brings up some interesting possibilities. You know, they only have seven picks. They don't have a second. They don't have a sixth. Uh, there's a Trent Williams deal that everybody's talking about now, maybe to Tampa for a third, possibly. I'm not sure what that'll be. Or maybe a tight end and a draft choice. I don't know, because we certainly need a tight end, a guy who can be a a bigger part of the offense than we've had in the past, although Vernon Davis has just been phenomenal uh, doing the things that he's done. But let's let's say Miami says this, and I don't, think they need to move up that far to go get what they want if they're going for Tua or Herbert. Um, we'll give you this year's one, this year's two, and next year's one to move up from five to two. Mm. That's hard to turn down, Joe. I was just going to say, yeah. if that kind of a deal comes across the table, you have to be sitting there and saying, you know, Chase Young would have been the perfect fit, but there's always that possibility, you know, with Ron Rivera, a new coach, um, uh, Kyle Smith, new general manager in that role. So you have now you have different scenarios that could possibly happen. I still believe it'll be Chase Young. It makes sense uh, for this football team. It's a young football team. I mean, that that defensive front would now be Sweat, Chase Young, mm-hmm. Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Matt Adamitis. That's five. That's a special one. Yeah. Absolutely. It is. Yeah. And, you know, we were down there, Joe, last year. We were down there. We did a bus trip down to Washington with a, a bunch of Eagles fans to come down to that game. What a crazy game and crazy ending. And, I, you know, I yeah. keep reading in the offseason about the quarterback. They're not happy with Haskins. I mean, this guy's the future. Why would you? Now, you have to have a good backup. You know, and they, they, you know, they had a good backup last year. What is your read? Because you're a great quarterback on, on Dwayne Haskins. Because there seems to be a, a one faction that doesn't think the guy's going to be good and another faction that thinks he's got a lot of upside. I, you know, I think both factions uh, are confused. And because you, we don't know. He's played seven football games. Mm-hmm. What can you evaluate from someone who's played seven football games? There was a coaching change in the middle. There was a philosophical offensive change because you went from wanting to throw the ball around under Jay Gruden to wanting to run the ball 65 70% of the time under Bill Callahan. And so you've seen the young man go through coaching changes, personnel changes. The Redskins once again last year for the third year, I believe, in a row, had more than 20 guys on IR. Uh, your offensive line is like shuffling cards. 
Your wide receiving core is the same way. Uh, running back situation, you're, you know, uh, the, the opening game against Philadelphia. I mean, for some reason, Jay sits Adrian Peterson, offensive player of the year the year before that basically I think saved his job. Darius Geis is going to be the guy, and all of a sudden he's gone in a quarter. Again, so that young man's missed two, two, two seasons in a row. Rice Love was on IR. I think Chris Thompson in this offense with Kyle uh, Turner, or excuse me, with Scott Turner running it, has a chance to be the, the type of a player that a, a Christian McCafferty was used in. Not the same kind of player. I think Christian's special, and Chris is pretty darn good. Um, so you've got a role where you can get a guy to be able to do stuff like that. And, and, and so to me, I don't. Everybody says trade Dwayne. If if I was another team, I don't know what he is. Right. I, the Redskins don't know what he is. Now we have Kyle Allen, who came in from Carolina. And the system is, this is the same system that they're going to run, basically, that I ran, you know, a number of years ago. It's a numbering system. Pretty easy to pick up. Um, you know, under, it, it's very easy to understand. Some of the more West Coast-style offenses have anywhere between 15 and 20 words and numbers and symbols and it's memorization and you know, the one I played in seems like it made more sense, but that's because my mind isn't what it is. Yeah, but I, going back to Dwayne, I don't think anybody knows who or what he is or is capable of at this point. Yeah, they, they, were, they were really caught in a spot last season because you knew Jay, you know, was, you know, looking at the end and he wanted to win games to save his job. So you're not going to play a rookie. And, you know, the owner picked the quarterback. It was, you know, I don't even know if Jake Rudin really wanted him anyway. No, you know, it, there was a lot of – Dan didn't pick Dwayne. I mean, everybody says, oh, you know, we went to Bullis. He wants him. He was probably going to be – I mean, the Giants were real close to taking him uh, instead of Daniel Jones. But when you look at the Giants, see, the, the Daniel Jones pick for the Giants made sense because the kid attended the Manning passing camps. Mm-hmm. Eli was there. I mean, they knew a lot about Daniel Jones. They didn't know as much about Dwayne Haskins because he really only played a year at Ohio State. So you had somebody you understood a little bit more than somebody who you might have thought maybe a little bit more of, but the intangibles sort of went the other way. Yeah, the coach so at Duke it, it was, was tied to the Mannings too. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, the whole. I mean, that was a that, that to me was a, was a given. I mean, I think Dwayne he throws the ball well. He proved he's a tough kid. He wants to play football, and this is one of the things that I, I when I talk to young men, is how important is football to them? And it's important to Dwayne, and he, he's, he worked hard. When he had the chance to start, he invested the time. He got there early. He stayed late. He did the things that you expect out of a young person wanting to learn, and even the veterans, you know, guys like Tom and Drew and Aaron and, um, you know, Philip, those guys that have been in it a long time still invest the time to be as good as they can possibly be. And so Dwayne understood more about what it took to be a professional quarterback. The great Joe Theismann joining us. Now, Joe, off the draft for a second, you are a small business owner. you got restaurants. Now, how is that affecting you with employees and stuff? Because you're not just a, a former great quarterback. I mean, you're a businessman as well. Oh, we're, Tony, we're, you know, we're, we're close. Um, you know, I've, my partners and I, I mean, I have, I have a, a little bit of mine now. I have partners that have seven. Uh, and all but two are closed. But what we're doing is we uh, this weekend, I believe, we're opening up the kitchen to do some service to take care of some of the elderly in the Alexandria area and sort of do some community-type service that way. But, you know, I was, I was interesting. I was talking to a congressman yesterday. There's a couple of things in the business world that I think people need to consider. Number one, 
there are a number of companies out there, and I'm doing Maria Bartiroma tomorrow morning, and I hope I get into this conversation with her at 7.30. But there are a number of big companies out there that have overfunded their pension funds. That money is just sitting there. Why can't they take not all of it where they've overfunded, but let's say they take 75% of the money that has been overfunded and put it back into their business and be able to pay their employees, or as I like to refer to them, their partners and their associates. I mean, the money is sitting there. You've overfunded your pension. Why not be able to take that money and use it for the good in the company? That way you don't have to go borrow. Now, here's the other problem in the restaurant business. For those of us, you get, you get eight weeks to be able to have the money, and I'm going to get a clarification even a little more from one of my partners today. But all the people that are in the restaurant business, the servers, the cooks, those people have now filed for unemployment. If you're collecting unemployment, you can't get the money that the restaurants are being given to give to you. Mm. So here you are making $1,000 a month on unemployment, and you're not sure exactly what's going to happen going forward. And I, I, think, I think it was a great idea trying to help the industry. But I still think there's some tweaking that needs to be done so that when we do open up as a society again, when we do open up as a nation again, then you can pay the people that work in your operation without having to wonder if they're on unemployment, if they're not on unemployment. So that's a little bit of a uh, gray area, I guess you could say. But those are a couple of business things that, you know, that, that I think about when it comes to how do we, how do we move forward. And I, I say this to everybody out there. Man, we are, we are going crazy. Everybody's going nuts being quarantined and stuck where you are. And, you, you know, I, I saw something the other day. One of my buddies sent me something I thought was very interesting. He said, I sat next to this lady on the couch, and she introduced herself as my wife. And she's a very nice person. <laughs> I mean, that's basically where we are. I mean, you know, we're, we're sort of reintroducing ourselves to our families. It's like, oh, who's this guy walking around here, Mom? Oh, that's your dad. Oh, really? Okay, fine. Or your partner. Um, but the thing is, uh, I just think we all have to be – if we can fight through these next couple of weeks doing exactly what we're supposed to do, give ourselves some distance, take care of yourselves, wash your hands, wear a mask. Shoot, I was in Target the other day, and there was a mother in there with two kids, you know, 12, 14-year-old kids, no mask. And I'm thinking, I don't want to be a statistic, Tone. I I'm, hear not you, in, I'm not interested in being one of those statistics that they put up and say, this person's expired. I don't want to do that. And I, and I, hope, I, hope, I hope everybody out there feels that way. So if we can hang on and fight through these next couple of weeks, maybe we can buy another day for them to find a vaccine or a cure or something to be able to reduce the risk of being out in society. Well, until that happens, Joe, I mean, what, how, do you, how different do you think the restaurant bar experience will be uh, in the interim? When, when we I finally every, can go back. I think every experience is going to be different. I, I, you know, they're talking about Vegas opening in the next couple of weeks. They're opening beaches. You know, people have to use social distancing. I think what we'll do is, you know, this whole thing is, is not like a light switch, where society was turned off, the business world was turned off like a light switch, and all of a sudden it's going to be flipped back on. Mm -hmm. This is more like a dimmer switch. We've gone to a lot of darkness. And now if the light has to come on eventually, I think initially people will start to come in a little bit. 
we'll have, I'm, I know, I'm positive our guys will set it up in such a way so that you'll maybe have a table and then another, another table empty and then somebody else or a booth and somebody else. So we'll do what we can to keep the patrons safe as well as the people that work there. Um, and, then, and then we'll see how it goes. Will there be another wave? I think that's the thing that we're all curiously waiting to see. And I want to say this, too. What the president and the task force has done in an unprecedented, unprecedented time, to me, is absolutely incredible. I don't, it doesn't matter where you sit, what side of the aisle you sit on. This is something no one has ever dealt with before in their lives. And every day they try and keep us informed. They try and explain to what's going on. And, uh, you know, some of the governors have chosen to go a certain way. Others have gone another way. But I will tell you this, that, you know, um, dealing with so many different things, so much money that has to be given out uh, to people that are really in trouble. And then how about, how about the people that are out on the front line? Oh, God, they are the heroes. Absolutely. You know, men and women and the military heroes to me, but policemen. But how about those people that go into hospitals every day and they're around the virus and they're, they're taking care of people? I mean, God bless them. The great Joe Theismann breaking it down as a football legend and, of course, as a businessman himself. Last thing, I saw that Muffin McGraw has announced her retirement at Notre Dame, the women's basketball coach, one of the all-time greats, Joe. She can't. I'm not going to let her. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to call Muff, Muffet right now, and I'm going to say you cannot retire. Legends are not allowed to retire. <laughs> we have to. You, you. We need to get you a horse so you can ride off into the sunset. She. What a. What a phenomenal person she is. Uh, we have a thing at Notre Dame called Notre Dame Days, and it's 29 hours of Notre Dame. And I had the pleasure the last couple of years to sit down with Muffet, be able to talk to her about what she's done and the young ladies. You know, our, our women's basketball program is sensational at the university. I mean, they have, Mike Bray has done a terrific job with the kids, the guys, but I'm telling you something, Muffet's been unbelievable with the players that she has had and the, the young women that have gone on to gain great notoriety and, and just tremendous representatives of the University of Notre Dame. And she will be sorely missed because she has left an imprint, I think, that's going to be very difficult for someone to to put their shoe in and fill it. Well, speaking of South Bend, Joe, real quick, could you imagine Notre Dame Stadium having a game with no fans? Like, like no. A, yeah. No, I'm with you. I mean, we don't, we don't know. I, I almost think if Vegas is opening up, this is the way I'm sort of looking at this thing, if they're talking about opening Vegas to a degree, I mean, there's another place you're standing at a crap table and somebody's going to be right next to you, mm -hmm. yeah. or will they? Um, if they open up Vegas and we can get through that period of time, without an uptick in more infections, in more cases. If we can get through that, I think it'll be very encouraging to more and more governors to consider allowing people to be around one another. Uh, I think we have to go at a social distance because we're getting into the summer. And from what I understand about the virus, it doesn't survive that well in the heat. That's why I think so many people in Florida, we, I mean, we, we don't have a lot of cases down in Florida where, where we are. Um, and so, you know, that's some of it. But I think that's going to be a litmus, litmus test for where we're going to be able to go uh, coming up in the fall and in the future. But, you know, I mean, bas baseball season, gone. Basketball season, gone. Hockey, gone. You know, football, I guess you could say, caught the break in this one because it's still four and a half months away. 
And August 6th was going to be the time when the coaches were going to be able to get with the players. And I, I feel bad for some of the kids that couldn't get the uh, pro day workout. Um, everybody was waiting for their pro day workout. They didn't work at the combine. Now coaches are really going to have to study a lot of film and study it closely to make decisions on who they want on their football team. Joe Theismann, a lot of people check in and they want to know uh, if you remember the 1970 Notre Dame-USC game where you threw for over 500 yards and lost to the Trojans at the Coliseum. I absolutely do. That was really funny. I weighed myself after that game, Smarty. Why do you always bring up the ones I lose? No, I'm, that's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the voice of the fan here. I'm, the people are asking questions okay, live. Fair and, enough. Fair I, enough. I, I, you know me, Joe. That's not my style. I, I don't oh, do that. Oh, no, not you, Tony. No, not you. Not at all. I realize that. I don't know. I saw that 1971 Notre Dame media guide over there. I got, so no. I thought you oh, might have yeah. dug that up. You're getting love from all uh, over. Even in Canada, people are talking about your, 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 your 1971 uh, CFL Great greatness and Great jerseys. Cup. The Grey yeah, Cup. Yeah, we were in the Grey Cup. That's right. We, were in the, we played Calgary in the Grey Cup in a place that doesn't exist anymore. I played a lot of stadiums that don't exist. It's like I lived in a dream world. You know, it's like the, the big sombrero down in Tampa, gone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, Empire Stadium in Vancouver, British Columbia, gone. Uh, RFK, gone. I mean, it's... Now, will you always be a Toronto Argonaut or a Washington yeah. Redskin, Joe? I will be both. I will be both. I will wear double blue and burgundy and gold. I will wear both of them. And, and don't I'll forget. Flip me down the middle. And don't forget Notre Dame. Well, of I mean, course. You can't forget that. Yeah. Well, that's the helmet. The yeah, helmet will be Notre Dame. The jersey will be. You know, it's funny about that 70 game, the, the, the Notre Dame-USC game. It was played in a torrential downpour. Turns out Joe Gibbs was the offensive line coach of the USC Trojans. Wow. I weighed, I weighed myself with my uniform before the game. I weighed, with uniform, I was 170 pounds soaking wet, stripped. I weighed, with the uniform on, I was one, close to 180, about eight, eight and a half pounds of, I got off the, I got on the scale, as soon as I ran off the field, because it was, I was drenched and everything, I weighed 196 pounds. Wow. <laughs> I was running, I was running around with a 26 pound weight jacket. But it was a dry uh, weight, though, at least. You know what I mean? You, can, you, know, you knew yeah, it wasn't yeah. real weight. You didn't have to go on a it's, diet. It's like, living in a, it's like living in Arizona. The way you do that is you stick your head in an oven because that's dry heat, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I right. mean, I hear that all the time from people. The great Joe Theismann. Joe, always great to talk to you, man. Stay safe down no, there. You're, and you're in Florida, Please, you though. Too. You're in Florida, <laughs> so I don't feel bad for you at all, man. <laughs> no, but I'll, we'll, 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 we'll practice social uh, distances as well. You guys stay safe. And everybody listening, please take care of yourself. Thanks, Joe. Thank you, Joe. The great Joe Theismann, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I don't even like Notre Dame, but I love Joe Theismann. No, I'm kidding. I How to be a champion every day, six timeless keys to success is the book. He's one of the best public speakers ever. Oh, he's oh, yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. He's phenomenal. phenomenal. And if you, you like, I, I've, I've been to a lot of events where he's done public speaking. He gives more. He doesn't, he doesn't, he waits around. He's like amazing. Exactly. It's like me and Harry. That's why we're here with you right here on Sirius XM 121. Stick around. Open lines. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. You have something to say? Stay there! Uh, I love Joe. He's so nice. He always takes the time out to talk to you. He seriously is. He's one of the nicest best athletes you'll ever meet. I actually have 
um, when when I was working on this whole Tony Bruno show revamp project with Sirius and everything, um, I called him for advice. He called me back. He followed up. He he gave me such great advice, and I still have saved on my cell phone a, a message that he sent me, a voicemail, just because it's so motivational. <laughs> I mean, if I need anything, I'll just I'll, I'll listen to Joe Theismann talk to me for a second. No, whenever you know, like when I was at ESPN with Joe, he you know we we would always hang out at Super Bowls and stuff. And then when I left ESPN, he was the first guy to call me. That's, What's going on? Yeah, You're all right? I, Everything I, does okay? Does not surprise me at all. Don Juan 0720 says, I was a USC freshman when I saw that game. Notre Dame was number two in the country. Here. How old were you? You were young, though, right? At 70, I was five. You so were I five? Remember, Robin was two. And I was, uh, yeah. I, was eight, and I was 18 going on. That's when I started in radio in 1970. Your Instagram is Maze underscore Harry, right? Okay. You need to get rid of the other one. The 975 one. There's a, there's a second Harry Mays 975 on there. Well, I'm sure that's what probably 975 probably created it a while ago. No? Uh, I was on Instagram when I was there. I've only been on Instagram the last two years. Oh, well, then there's somebody impersonating you. Uh -oh. Because it's your picture, it's your... What time's the guest, 520? Yes. Okay. Now, have you heard back from... Uh, Scott Hastings? Let me check again. Let me check on my uh, messages. You should play, if, you want, if you're on Instagram, can you run that through your computer uh, and play it on the screen? Like, a, like an Instagram post? What? Like Tom Brady's Instagram post? Uh, yeah. It, his latest one is hilarious, where he's, he's out in the woods. Who, Joe? He, no, Tom Brady. Oh. And he has like a moose call, and he goes, and then you see the bare trees filled with birds. The birds all fly uh, away. Oh, I did see that. And here that. comes Gronk, Gronk running out, yeah. of the, out of the woods. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, you know he's not sitting at home doing those himself. <laughs> no, it's like people who think Trump really tweets that stuff himself. Yeah. You know how you know Trump doesn't tweet that stuff? He never has a phone. Yeah. I mean, the guy yeah. who tweets more than anybody on right. earth, you never see him holding a phone. No, you're Oh, there's right. the one with the... With the yeah, this is great. <laughs> it's, it's, it's phenomenal. <laughs> That is brilliant. Here it comes. That is brilliant. <laughs> a little tired, but Gronk reported. <laughs> a little tired. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Never a dull moment around the uh, wine cellar, Harry. <laughs> now, Bruce Arians is going to join us next week after the draft is over. Yeah, he said after the draft, and I'm hoping it's next week. I'll, I'll shore that up. Of course up. he's going to come on yeah. next week, Harry. Yeah. Does he know you are? Well. Does he know who I am? 
I was at Temple before he was even there. Yeah, I, w I was there when he was there. I was there when Wayne Harden was there. That's right. That's old school, man. He's another legend, man. Oh, I see. Absolutely. He was a legend at Navy, too. Absolutely. He coached Roger Staubach. That is phenomenal knowledge. Yeah. Right? Phenomenal knowledge. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, as we look at our mock drafts. Now, do you have a mock draft? Our boy Johnny McMullen is going to join us tomorrow, right? Yeah, I just have his. He's I, got his uh, final. It's one and only. He only does one, Tom. It's like, you know, mamas. You only have one. You, I'll always love my mama. You only get one. You only get one. Unless, you know, your dad leaves and they have an ugly divorce and then another chick comes into the family and she yeah. claims to be your mom, but she really isn't. You know what I'm saying, huh? Mm-hmm. I do. But sometimes those moms are good, too. Yeah, I'm not you saying know, they're bad. It's not all bad. No, but, I mean, do you remember the song, I'll Always Love My Mama? Yeah, I don't remember who did it, that but I know the song. It was one of those uh, Sound of Philadelphia groups. I'll always love my mama. T-S-O-P's. No, no, she. Uh, damn, I know this song. The, who did it? That wasn't the originals. Yeah, right here we go. It was the Intruders. The Intruders. And you know what other song? They had Cowboys to Girls. Remember that? Cowboys to Girls. No, I don't know that one. Intruders, I'll Always Love My Mother. I think they're another Philly group, the this Intruders. This is 1973. Yeah, I'm talking old school. Yeah, it's man. It's the year I got married. Is that right? 1973. Wow. It's a long time ago. This is a great song. The Intruders. There it is on Soul Trade with a great Don, Don Cornelius. Cornelius. Look at that tie, Tony. Look at that fro. Wow. Here we go. Looks like my grandmother's sofa. They all did that. All oh, the, yeah. It's all from, like, the Temptations. Oh, yeah, that yeah. whole era, man. Yeah. Everybody moved. They swayed. Come on, baby. The OJs. You know, I think... I'll always love my mama. She's my favorite girl. Robin stepped on the hook. I know. What's Sorry. the matter with you, Robin? Jesus. I thought it was a little bit longer. That's what she's. That's what they all said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to get myself a rib check. That was good. That was good. <laughs> no, there were a lot of great Philly groups. The Hooters, friends of well, the show. Of course. What I was going to say was that I think you guys should start wearing matching outfits, kind of like back in the old days. Yeah, we should. Yeah, you got to get jumpsuits. Yeah. yeah. Sort of like college basketball coaches do, matching jumpsuits. Yeah. We should put that on our, on our, on our page. Mm. We'll make the Tony Bruno, Harry Mays jumpsuits. <laughs> 70s bring, jumpsuits? Bring those yes. back. You know, they got to be With really... a silk shirt? Yeah. Open down oh, to oh, here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, people want to see that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, Actually, I, they would. Yeah. You know I have, they would. I have breaking news from an NFL insider that I respect. Wait a second. Jimmy Kemsky. Oh, okay. He's the only guy whose newspaper I pay for the subscription. Philly, Philly Voice. Voice. Yeah. Aren't they free? They are. Oh, that's why I say. Uh, this is what Jimmy Kemsky is reporting. He mentioned it earlier. I told him I would go with it because it's the only actual concise and complete breakdown of what's going to happen in the first round of the draft with the local oh, this football club. According to reports from Jimmy Kemsky, who we were hanging out with at uh, Chickies and Pete's before the shutdown. Remember, we're celebrity bartenders together. According to reports, the Eagles could trade up for a prospect they like. Mm -hmm. They could also trade down, Harry. Right. Or it's also possible they stay at 21. Wide receiver is certainly a possibility. <laughs> but I wouldn't rule out a cornerback, a linebacker, a safety, an offensive lineman, defensive lineman, or other positions. There you go. A player might get traded. Maybe two. 
or none. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That sums it up. The absolute quintessential. Yeah. Full explanation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the Philadelphia Eagles who are on the clock. Well, not yet. They have pick 11. Pick and he was 21. getting ripped for that. I know. Well, I loved it. I gave him major it's love. It's hilarious. That shows, you, that shows you how people in this city mm -hmm. and a lot of fans are so serious about stuff. The guy's a great writer. He knows his stuff. Mm -hmm. Why can't you have fun? Johnny Rye 129 disagrees. He says Kemsky stinks out loud. <laughs> See? They don't like <laughs> clever guys who can use the words, who right. can use words. And he's sarcastic a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking How can you of not using love the words. Sark? We have a new new theme. Yeah. Is this Dan Patrick put this one up there? No, this oh. is a, this was sent to us by Dean in in Florida. Um, is this his idea or is this somebody else's no, idea? No, this is somebody else. He's just forwarding this to us. So it's a picture of Gronk about to spike a ball wearing his number 87 with the Bucks uniform, mm -hmm. which, by the way, he'd not pose for that. That's uh, Photoshop. Right. And Tom Brady throwing the football. In his 12. That was before the actual, before the, the, the tuck game. But he was wearing a different uniform at the time. Patriots. And what does it say? Same two, new crew. You like that? And it's spelled. What is crew. that font? What would you call that font there? Ah, uh, that's the Tampa, the Tampa font, Tampa Bay There's font. There's a Tampa font. Yeah, that's the Tampa Bay font, and then it has the the flag. Buccaneer flag. And then it yeah. has, and crew is spelled K R E W. Yeah, that's the way they spell it because yeah. it's a pirate crew. Right. You mm -hmm. know, they have the crews at the at the the uh, Gasparilla parade, just like they do at the Mardi Gras in. In New Orleans. Yeah, that's Tampa's Mardi Gras. And it's called, you know, you're a crew. Mm -hmm. You're part of this such and such a crew, and you throw out the beads, and women take their tops off. Yeah. And, you know, it's I hope that time. doesn't end. That's a tradition that should never end. As long as will and women, and again, I'm saying this, men can do it too. Men are allowed to do it. Women aren't, which is an outrage. That's not equality. But if women are willing to lift up their shirts. You can still social distance. Yeah. Exactly. And usually when you're throwing beads from a float, you're well more you're, than six yeah, feet away. Exactly. You're probably 20 yes. feet away. And I, when, I throw the, so when I throw beads at the next parade I'm in, I will wear gloves. And, and I'll have vodka so I can pour them on there to keep them sanitized during the entire parade. The women, the women still can wear masks. Make sure it's only Smirnoff. <laughs> Don't be wasting any nice No, no, stuff. I'll have like the Tito's or the Grey Goose uh -huh. or the Kettle One. And then on the side, I'll have a bottle of like uh, Smirnoff. Pop off. Or Pop something. off. And yeah. I'll just use that because it's still awkward. Vladimir. And if you're taking your shirt off on the side there, Nikolai. you can still wear a mask, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? True. Yeah. You have to wear a mask when you're in the crew. In the crew. Not the two live crew. They don't wear any uh, masks or stuff like that. But I like it, though. People are excited about the T-shirts and stuff. <sighs> anyway, we got much more coming up in the next hour. Scott Hastings is scheduled to join us. We also have a uh, gave you the Earth Day update. We haven't played any Earth Day music, Robin. What exactly is Earth Day? I mean, I, is it just an anti-litter day or what, what's the Yeah, it was, you know, remember, that back in the planet 70s. Planet tree, like Arbor yeah, Day. Yeah, planet tree, you know, hippies, free love, flower yeah. power. This is a great one right here. Oh, yeah, this is classic. This is, uh, it can apply any day, Harry. And especially nowadays, right? Mm -hmm. And I say to myself, Harry, what do you say to yourself? Get out! Get out! <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people are thinking about getting yeah. out now, and they're pissed off. Yeah. Right? This is not I'm what I'm thinking off. as I'm driving into town, seeing all the litter <laughs> exactly. on 76 the whole way down from my house to your house. And I blame one guy, Ira Einhorn. 
the long-haired hippie weirdo freak who murdered a woman, his girlfriend, Holly Maddox, in 1977, Harry. Mm -hmm. Even though he was, he was glorified as this great, what a uh, environmentalist to save the planet and respect women. And he did none of that. He was a dirty, rotten scumbag. And I hate to use those words, Harry, because that's not my style. I remember that was one of the big stories when I first started delivering papers in 77. You were delivering paper? The Evening oh, yeah. Bulletin? What which no, it was delivering? the Morning Reading Times. The Journal? It was the Morning Paper. The Morning Reading Times? Yeah, I was Are up. they still publishing? No, they, they, it was the Reading Eagle was in the evening, and the Times in the morning was the same company. Then they got rid of the Times, and now I think the Eagle's gone, too. Oh, how about this one? Eh? The great Marvin Gaye, the late great Marvin Gaye. This was good uh, 60s, 70s. Oh, yeah. Picket lines. And These are all birthday-type music. Talking about the earth, the world. Well, the skies are clearer now with all the cars off the road. Mm -hmm. And, of course, uh, the great Ira Einhorn just recently died on April 2nd in a prison in Pennsylvania serving a life sentence for murdering his girlfriend in 1977. Not just murdering her, but then stuffing her into a trunk. Yeah, he dismembered her. Yeah, I don't want to go into all the graphic details. Well, yeah. I mean, let's just say that, that it was grisly. totally, yeah, it was very yeah. grisly, and he deserved and like a everything he got. typical tough guy coward. Guy who was immortalized. What a great guy. What did he do? Oh, he was a, then he goes to France, and he becomes a rock star over there. Mm -hmm. A no-good, dirty, rotten bum. He may have had the good ideas, but he was a bad, bad person. And now he's gone. And we spread his ashes in the middle of the Delaware River today. Get rid of his ass. Now, is your guy Scott Hastings, is he on Twitter? Yes, yes he, he is. is. He is? And um, I've been DMing him. He follows me here. <laughs> he is at Scott Hastings. No, no extras. Just at Scott Hastings on Twitter. Oh, okay. We'll talk with him. We'll have some, we have an NHL update in the next We hour. do? Yes. I'm not making this up. This is not fake news. The very latest on the National Hockey League. And much more still ahead. Tony and Harry, good conversation with Joe Theismann. Lots of great reaction on the Twitch stream and on Twitter. It's hard to not like Joe Theismann. Yeah, I, I can't imagine anybody not liking him. Well, you know, I know a lot of Dallas Cowboy fans, uh, Eagles no, fans, you gotta respect Giants him. fans. No, they don't like him. I'm an Eagle fan, and I, I, I know I know a lot of the Cowboy guys, too. I respect the players. You can hate the team. Respect the player. Yeah, his Twitter doesn't indicate like that he's on the radio at all. It's kind of because I saw this, and I didn't think it was him. Yeah, um, you look up this, uh, the radio station. He's uh, I, on the, the, it's one on thing the it's is called that Altitude. Yeah, but he doesn't have that on his Twitter. I've been trying to confirm, and he has not responded. So I'm hoping he's been... Can you call his phone right now during this break, Robin? You have, his, you have yeah. the number, right? Because I don't have my phone. I do have Actually, my phone. he has your number, right? Yes, I gave him my number. Yeah, but I'm not going to have time. i got to go pee. Okay. Let me go pee real quick. Ow. No, I didn't hit myself, but that's the only way I can take it off. Well... Let, it's not, it's not let, on, no, I know, but let Joe see. No, it is on. Yeah, our mics are up. But the Twitch people are like dying. <laughs> okay, actually, I am going to mute my phone as well. Can you just pull up the Sirius uh, feed right now cause, and turn our mics off? Best deal. You've right. got to buy them, you got to pay them off, and they're all dirty, corrupt bastards. 
Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the SiriusXM app. Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into Go Sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a Go Sleeve and experience what top performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GoSleeves.com and use discount code BRUNO for 20% off. GoSleeves.com, discount code BRUNO. That's GOSleeves.com and enter discount code BRUNO. Dan Patrick Radio on Sirius XM is available on your connected devices. Listen at home anytime you want with Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, or however you stream in the house. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Lots of calls for the great... Uh, Jason Martinez to appear as a hockey uh, aficionado. Yeah, well, I already told him that he's the official uh, hockey insider for the show. Yeah, but he hasn't appeared on the program yet. Yeah, but there's really nothing been going on. Well, but you no. said you have an NHL update. I, so have I think breaking. that's what got people all excited. Uh, no, I, I, this is legit. This yeah. is not some made-up story, some fake news stuff. We have breaking news that I saw earlier today, Harry. So this isn't Babylon B stuff. No, 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 no. That's that's actually more important political news I get on Babylon B because okay. they make more sense than. And the Onion, okay, uh, but or the National Enquirer, one of those, or TMZ. Those are my reliable news sources now. But anyway, this is the breaking hockey news, Harry. I got to have a little hockey horn here. There was a conference call today, Harry Mays, in the organization. Actually, it was around the entire National Hockey League, and the National Hockey League is looking to restart their season in July. According to sources today, monitoring the conference call. So Florida, the regular seasons. The regular season. Because okay. they have to play a couple of games and then get ready for the playoffs. Okay. Okay. And so according to the Florida Panthers president, Matt Caldwell, who was in on the conference call, the owners mm -hmm. are thinking about opening it up at four or five neutral sites with limited or no fans. Right. So that's what they're thinking. Now, this isn't a new idea, but no. when you're talking about four or five different sites, see, because baseball was talking about Arizona and Florida and maybe another and site. And maybe Texas. Right. Yeah. But now hockey's thinking about four or five sites okay. based on this conference call with the GMs and the owners today. And they play multiple games probably at yeah. each site Again, each day. All the specifics haven't yeah. been ironed out, but at least they're still thinking about it. Now, we haven't heard anything lately from the NBA, but this is no. the very latest. And according to a conference call today and uh, Florida Panther, the president, Panther, yeah. Matt Caldwell, you have to say Panther. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're French-Canadian, right, eh? right. you can't say the Panthers. <laughs> it's the Florida Panther. It's the Canadian. You know what I'm saying? Or les habitants. Les habitants. Now, I was looking here. Okay, most of the teams 
have played anywhere from 69 to 71 games. Yeah, so, so there's they only, only have, like 10 or 12 right. regular season games. Exactly. Per team, and they left. can play those every day because you know hockey and pre they, preseason they play like fifteen games and right. then they get started. Right. So that you know hockey when their training camp starts, as you know, how they like go in and work out for a couple of days and they start playing games immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how they get in game shape. They don't just sit down and do calisthenics. Right. They get into action right yeah. away, which is what we like. Yeah. The last thing we heard from the NBA tone was this twenty-five day plan that they had where they said it was going to be something like 11 days of conditioning and then sort of like 14 days of playing sort of almost like preseason games again just right. to mm-hmm. sort of get up to speed because you can't just restart the NBA season tomorrow. No, and, if, and Even and if you had leagues, sites, like right. you got to get the guys in shape again. Yeah, and, and there's no doubt that that's going to happen, and you, you would assume that these players are working out on their own. I know mm-hmm. it's not game situations. For example, I saw a story yesterday you know, with some of the players, of, oh, yeah, we're ready. Some of the guys were injured mm. when, the, when the season stopped. Right. You know, like Ben, ben Simmons. Simmons. yeah. Ben Simmons now apparently is healthy enough to play again because, okay. remember, he was shut down for a while. Well, he had a back issue, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, remember, and he couldn't play. Yeah. And so now they're saying, well, Ben Simmons is ready and uh, he's ready to go and he'll be healthy if they restart the season. So that's good. I don't know if he's been working on a shot yeah, in know. a gym somewhere. <laughs> but, you know, these guys aren't going to shut it down and get fat. Mm-hmm. You would, And if they do... And if there are players who aren't taking this seriously and not trying to stay in kind of any kind of like aerobic conditioning and stuff, obviously you can't play games, right? but you can take care of yourself. And these guys all have a lot of money and presumably have a gym in their home, mm-hmm. you know, or a Stairmaster or whatever, or even a basketball court a lot right. of these players have. So there should be no excuse for any of these professional athletes who are not, for not coming back at least ready to start practicing again and get in game shape. Right. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the good news. Now, and we also mentioned about the NBA. The NBA's advantage is even if they start in July like the NHL wants to do and they finish it in August, mm-hmm. they don't have to start the season again until December. So because they have to have three months. I think the contract says the, the CBA, has, they have to have three months off after the season ends. Okay. Now, I don't know if there's any clause where because they didn't have the time off that, uh, they, you know, that doesn't count because they've already had a couple of months off. Right. You know but, what I mean? I mean, doesn't the Stanley Cup playoffs usually takes two months in itself? Exactly. No, they're going to have to condense it. Yeah. They're going to have to condense it. And the problem is you can't – the thing about hockey – I mean, they play every night. They play back-to-backs, but they're pretty tough. Mm-hmm. So if you play back-to-backs and you're in the same building – that's not going to be as bad as like playing a bad game in Toronto. And then taking a three-hour plane trip or exactly. whatever. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So they can do that. And I like this. How out of shape will Joel Embiid it be? Six one zero. You know. Well, the that's the first guy I think. Well, of, as though. soon as they announce it. Oh yeah. Let me give you the let give you the rundown of what local sport all over the place. Mm-hmm. What you know, the NBA season is going to start on such and such a date. How bad will so and so be in shape? Will so and so be in game shape? Right. Will Ben Simmons have worked on his shot? Let's open the phone lines. How much weight has Joel Embiid gained? <laughs> has he stopped eating junk food during this lockdown that's been going on for a couple of months? <laughs> so anyway, that's good. Yeah. You know, and, and baseball, they're going to have to play doubleheaders. And that's the thing that they've, they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Baseball, really, right now, the clock is ticking on them. Because they can still get in 100 games, maybe 90 games. 162. They'd have to play at least 100 games, I would think, to make it a legitimate season. All right. What is your take on the fans that are now starting to get it upset because they're going to lose money on their season tickets that they purchased for games that won't be played? 
Well, you know what the teams are saying. Hey, you know, uh, we'll give you that money back if the season's canceled. But in the meantime, they're collecting interest on that. Well, right now they're saying they're postponed so they don't have to give exactly, it back, right? Exactly. Now, once they're officially canceled and there's no season. you got to give that money back, don't you? you got to credit the fan, right? Or maybe they'll pull the, hey, you know what, we'll put that it, we'll towards, put that next, towards year. next year's season tickets. On layaway. Exactly. <laughs> and you have to buy 62 T-shirts in order to get that special deal. But the fans will be back. There's no doubt about that. People have said it after every strike, after baseball strikes, after hockey shutdowns, mm-hmm. after the baseball split season in 81. They're not going to come back. And then they come back. Absolutely. Especially because we've had no sports. Exactly. I mean, I'm not the biggest baseball fan. Everybody knows that that has ever listened. Well, come to on, Hal. You're not going to go out there once again with our buddy Brian and be up in the Diamond Club and drink Bud Light Lime? Of course I will. Oh, okay. but, I, but I'm just saying, like, that's not <laughs> near the top of my list of sports. But I would love to be able to go home and watch three baseball games tonight. Absolutely. I don't care where they're playing them. I need to be at the yard, too. I don't go to the yard a lot. But now with our new schedule... This is perfect. As soon as the show's over, you jump in the family truckster and you head down to the yard. Yeah, but what if they're playing in Florida, Texas, or Arizona? No, then you watch it at home. I'm talking yeah, about okay. here. We're like a mile away oh, yeah. from the stadium yeah. complex. Right. Well, we could, we could just grab a uh, six-pack of Bud Light Lime and walk down. Drink it on Broad Street? Absolutely. Isn't that allowed down here? Probably not. I think they frown upon that. But they frown upon everything here. Exactly. Now, if we took some dirt bikes and, mo- and scooters right. and then went started and doing wheelies, wheelies yeah. all the way down Broad Street and drank beers, we'd be okay. Tony, I don't think on Broad Street, very close to here, they're shooting up right there. I don't think that there's going to be much of a problem with really? drink. Oh, yeah. No, no, they didn't, they didn't approve that, remember. Right? No, but there's still people out on the street. Yeah, but it's not a, a, a legally authorized safe injection They're certainly site. not oh. stopping them. <laughs> well, unfortunately, that's a problem that... Uh, is happening everywhere. Yep. We need some action. We need legal action. Who's going to join us tomorrow, right? The Philly Godfather. That's right. Talking about action. Well, because... He's chomping at the bit right now. You can bet on the draft. There's a lot of little prop bets. We're going to get into that. Some team futures with football. Mm -hmm. Some good stuff. And maybe some horse racing. That's true. We got to get a horse... We got to get my boy Ron Flatter on out there from VEASAN Sports out Mm -hmm. in in Vegas. He's the big horse racing guy, you know. He writes a horse racing blog. He's been covering all the races that are still going on. He's on top of everything. We'll get Ron on maybe next week to talk some horse racing since we got NFL draft this week. But let's go to a man who always has something to say, and especially when it comes to hockey. What up, yeah? What up? What, what up, Bruno? What up, Maze? How we doing today? Um, I saw that story about how they want to restart the season. The big thing for them is the escrow, which no one really talks about. The lone song here because that depends how much money it goes towards the cap. If these in the contracts, it could also go up to like the first contract and go up to twenty percent on how much money they lose per per the deal they have. I like escrow, but they don't have it in the supermarkets much anymore. You know, you make it a little like, on a cold night. You make a little escarole soup, soup, escrow soup, and you put the little the meat, <laughs> meatballs in there and the Italian wedding soup. Right, and then you break I an love egg Italian and scramble. Wedding soup. Oh. oh, Robin, Robin, you like oh, Italian wedding Lima soup? Makes don't that. You make the little meatballs oh, yeah. and you put it in there. Little turkey meatball. You can any kind of meatball. Yeah. You can use bat Absolutely. meatballs if you want, as no, long as they're no, clean no, bats. No, no, no. no. bats. Well, no, no bats. No, no bats. Ixnay on the bats, <laughs> no eh? Bats. Not the Louisville bats. No, exactly. Not Joey bats, so, as you well remember. <laughs> <laughs> Joey bats. <laughs> Joey bats. Hey, he was Tony, in a what, trunk. what's your think on the 21st pick for the Eagles? Do you, do you see them go with a, 
a wideout or a linebacker or a wild card, like maybe an offensive lineman. Didn't you just hear him read uh, Jimmy Kemsky's tweet? I think they can go a lot of different ways. Who do I look like, Mel Kuyper with a shaved head? Come on, man. I don't know who they're going to take. I just wanted wanted a stone-cold lock because you usually do one for the Eagles. I think think a receiver is going to fall into their laps, and I don't think they're going to. This is just a guess, of course, Uh, just like everybody else who pretends that they know what they're going to do. They got They got to take. They're going to take a wider. If, if Justin Jefferson is sitting there at twenty-one, yeah, they take it. I think. Think, it I think if the first four wide receivers are all off the board, they either trade down or they take the kid Murray from Oklahoma, the linebacker. You think they're going to go I linebacker? Was that the Patrick, I was thinking that Patrick Queen kid out of oh, LSU. from LSU. Or go, yeah. Ari- yeah. go for the Arizona uh, State wide uh, wide receiver. Well, there's a That's bunch like of wide receivers. You know, got C.D. Lamb, who's obviously one of the He's high, highest rated guys. First, yeah. He's probably going to be the first wide receiver off the board. Rugs. Yeah, then you got Judy, who's right after him from Alabama. Jerry Judy, who's supposedly. And then Jefferson. Then you got uh, then you got Rugs apparently on many boards as the third ranked wide receiver. The Niners looking at him supposedly through the Colts. You know, so you but got a bunch of wide the receivers there. Trading out. Yeah, the Niners have two draft picks in the first round. Yep. They're going to make some moves. Oh, they're going to make moves. There's no yeah. doubt about it. But there's a lot of guys out there. Again, I don't, I don't think if the Eagles are sitting there and they stay 21 and don't trade down, or if they trade up and you know they have a deal with somebody they really want, and it's probably going to be a wide That'll receiver. That'll be a wide receiver. Yeah, they only got, to me, I think they only trade up for a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. If he's available and they got to go for him to get him, right? And it would it would be C.D. Lamb or Rugs, I would think. Yes, one of those two guys. I my, my problem was I like C.D. Lamb. I'm for the C.D. Lamb kid. I my personal opinion, I just don't trust Alabama wideouts because you either get a Julio Jones or you get a Amari Cooper. You just don't know what you get with Amari Cooper. He's known to be a milk yeah, but he's not a slouch. I mean, I'm talking. How about how about West Coast wide receivers? How about oh, USC, USC wide receivers? Wide receivers. Yeah, they haven't had a great track Don't record. get me started with USC wide, wide outs. How I know about Pac-12 wide outs in general? <laughs> or Pac-12 players going to cover to the Philadelphia, especially named Markel Fultz. <laughs> no, you know, the local teams love those uh, Pacific Northwest. I'm not saying they're all bad players. They're just great players from the Pacific Northwest. But it seems the Eagles and the East Coast teams fall in love mm-hmm. with the Pac-12 kids that nobody ever sees except degenerate gamblers who are staying up late staying to up bet late on those night. games. Games start at 10.30. Exactly. Or me who needs to watch, try, want to watch football anyways to get away from people. So. Exactly right. <laughs> I hate people. Hey, Tony, good check with you. Thank you, man. Thanks, Harry. Hey, thanks, Trevor. That's how he socially distances. He watches football alone. Exactly right. That's how most people socially distance. As long as I'm six feet away from a window or a kiosk, mm-hmm. I'm happy. I got to get close once just to hand the money over. Right. And then I get the hell away. I'd sit down and keep my mouth shut. Stick around. Much more still ahead. Have we heard from uh, Scott Hastings or Robin? We have not. Uh-oh. I don't know what's going on. You've got a developing good. situation. Yeah. I'll tell you what. It could be an outrage. Stay Robin tuned is to on find the hook out. For this too. No, she's not. This is on me. Oh, it is? Yes. <laughs> I'm the front man. I don't pass the buck. Stick around. What happened when you called, Robin? Nothing. The phone didn't answer? Uh, correct. Do you want to? These guys that say they're coming on and then they ghost you. That's crazy. Yeah, but that's not his. He doesn't do that. Because I, mo- I, have, I have tons of messages from him going back to 2018. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I mean, it's like he said yes, and then all of a sudden he just disappeared. And like the phone uh, number. Landry. What happened with Landry? 
Yeah. No, no, his was a phone problem. Yeah, his was a phone issue. Or that something. I don't know what happened. He was there. And I'm like triple checking the phone number. Yes, yes, see, that fits timing wise. Boy, look at Sir Lawrence, man. He has been out. I know, he's totally out. I know, I saw that. I saw it online. I don't really follow Drudge. Supposedly. He gave me his number. I know. It's definitely the number that he gave. The three oh three number? He's on 12 to 4 our time in Denver, right? And he said, can I fit in your window? Here's the number. Sure, I'll come on. I'll do all, a show here 10 to 2, uh, obviously mountain time, 12 to 4 hours. Can I fit in your window? And that was the last time I heard All right, what's the uh, the fan name that people want? Oh, there's a bunch of them. I haven't been keeping track, but there's a bunch of them. You got 35 responses here. We should try to read some of these yeah. if, we, if we need to wait. The vamp? Yeah. We got him, right? Yeah, I knew he wouldn't bag us. BBAF, Bruno's big-ass fan. <laughs> Not GAF. <laughs> no. Remember GAF? No, what's that? It was a company that did like, uh, it was a big advertising, and they always used to say GAF knows. Mike Fancesta. <laughs> I love that one. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Ah, yes, indeed. And, you know, this show spans the globe, spans the Copeta, it spans whatever you need to span. From sea to shining sea, from coast to coast, borough to borough. Picking up surgical gloves all over the country on Earth Day to make it a better place for all of us. Now let's head up to the, uh, to the mountains. Not for Bush beer. We're going to get him on the phone here in a second. But a guy I haven't talked to in a long time. 
Now, are you, are you, that's your wheelhouse, right? 80s NBA? Oh, yeah. You're an 80s NBA guy? Sure. Do you remember a guy by the name of uh, Scott Hastings? Sure I do. Played at the University of Arkansas. With the Nuggets. Played with the yeah. Nuggets. Yeah. I think he played with the Nuggets last, but I think he was drafted by the, uh, the New York Knickerbockers, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Played for a couple of squads, 6'10", 236, lean, mean, basketball machine. I don't know if he liked number 42, 44, 35, or 10, <laughs> but Scott Hastings wore them, and he joins us right now where he is dominating the local radio airwaves as a part of the Broncos broadcast team. I mean, he does it all. Scott, how are you, man? Tony Bruno, my main man. <laughs> oh, man, it, is, it has been a month and a year since I've talked to you. How you doing, friend? Not as good as you, man. I'm not up there uh, in the rarefied air of Denver, Colorado, where it snows one day and it's 80 the next, man. I miss that uh, stuff. We, we just did that. We've had two snow, snowstorms during the lockup. And now it is 70, 70 degrees today, yeah. Beautiful. It's a be- And I love that stuff, man, because people can go out. But our people aren't, aren't going out there, too, right? Everybody's, everybody's cool in Denver right now? Uh, you know, I, hey, listen, Tony, I've learned I try to worry about myself. Uh, I'm going to try to get down to that 237 that I want, that you just read about. That, that, that was about 20 years ago, so I've got to find that number again in my vocabulary. No, it's, it's, it's been cool. I mean, everybody's doing what everybody's doing. Um, we're fortunate, you know, we've got a house, got a yard, you know, sit out in the front. i got a full flex machine in the, in the garage instead of pulling my car in. I, I, I will work out, so, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Do you have a view of the snow t- snow-capped Rockies from your place? You know, I have to find it. Uh, I can look and see it. Uh, it. It's only important when I list a house for sale so I can say Mountain View. Um, <laughs> so I can, you know, as long as it, I can see them, yes. There's a couple windows I can look out and I can actually see far enough that uh, I think there's a mountain over there. Beautiful. Now, of course, I mentioned a bunch of teams you play for, but didn't you win a ring with them bad boys, if I'm not mistaken? Well, yes, I did. Uh, we we beat, and, and honestly, we're, we're glad we didn't have to play the Sixers that year because that was when Mahorn and Barkley were going crazy. Yep. Um, but yeah, we wanted. Uh, I was on the eighty nine ninety team. Was he on? The- also on the team ninety ninety one, where Michael Jordan started started uh, everything and took care of the Pistons in four straight Eastern Conference Finals. Are you digging the Last Dance? Did you ha- catch the first two episodes? Yeah, you know what? It, it's funny. I've had a, a number of people talk to me. In fact, the, the TV place I work for now that covers the Nuggets games, they say, hey, you, you played against Jordan for nine years. You know, maybe we ought to ask you about this. And I go, you think? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're only in the media in Denver, Colorado. You're only involved with the local teams, with the Nuggets and, and the Broncos. But why would, I, why would they think of me? Yeah, why, why, why me? But, no, you know what? Tony, the, the cool thing is for me, and, you know, that's kind of your era where you grew up, too, and, and I understand getting the dirty out of basketball, and it, it got ugly and nasty there for a while, but it was a physical brand. Um, it, 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 it kind of reaffirmed a couple of my, my things that I, I thought I knew back then. One, uh, you knew Michael was an unbelievable talent and a hell of a competitor, um, he was the old Timex commercial when it came against the Pistons because the, the one thing and why I always call him the greatest of all time, he took a licking. He, he got his 
ass whooped every night, and he bounced back, and he just competed harder. LeBron probably could still do that, but he's never had to do that. Hmm. And, and then, you know, 6'8", 280, and he's a beautiful body, and LeBron's a, a Greek god and all that. He never, he never had to come off the deck from a, a, a Lambeer or a Mahorn or a Rodman or a, you know, pick him. Every team had three or four dudes that were trying to lay him out. So you, you knew that. And you also knew Jerry Krause was, was a dummy. I mean, <laughs> that reaffirmed that in those first few <laughs> Everybody ripped Jerry Krause. You know, he's sweaty. He didn't look. Yeah. But yeah, the guy's a short, the, fat the, guy. The guy. The guy did a pretty good job. Oh, he though, did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Well, listen, he brought some people around. Let's don't forget Rod Thorne was the guy that, that drafted Jordan. Right. Yep. Um, you know, listen, he brought Pippen and he brought Horse. He also got Pippen a horse out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he brought a number of guys in there. He basically chased Michael Jordan out uh, once, we, at least once. Phil we know Jackson, of. too. He chased Phil Jackson. I mean, think about it. The, the, the interesting thing for me is they had won five in a row, and they had to convince the general manager to go for six. <laughs> yeah. uh, or, you know, they, they, they won five, three in a row. They're five out of seven years. Yeah. Yeah. And they had to convince the team that, well, I'd like to see the next year video crew because you've now just won six and eight years, three in a row, uh, a two-year hiatus, three years in a row, and you're going to break that team up too? <laughs> I mean, and I will say this for Jerry in that year, and, and, and Tony, you know this. Remember the Celtics just during that time let themselves get too old. And, and Mikel kind of succumbed to the injuries, and Bird's foot started succumbing to the injuries, and, and you know, DJ was up there in the years, and, and they kind of let that team stay together, you know, still hoping for that next year of magic, and it, it just never happened again. And then they were kind of behind the eight ball. Then the Lynn Bias stuff, you know, happened yep. uh, in there somewhere, and, and it, 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 I, I can see where Krause said, listen, we can't go the, the route of the Celtics, let our guys just all of a sudden Hopple, uh, hobble into the AARP uh, arena, you know, and, and also we can't win because of that. So I get that, but, dude, they're, they're going to win it this year. Not to spoil it for anybody, they do win it this year uh, <laughs> of the filming. Um, they, wait a minute. Wait you're giving, now I don't have to watch for another four weeks? Spoiler alert. Yeah, exactly, spoiler man. <laughs> spoiler alert. They're going to win it at the end. So <laughs> if you want to fast forward it, go ahead. I don't know if you'll. Boy, buddy, but no, I, listen, I like it. Uh, you know, I was I was teammates with Dennis for a couple of years. I look forward to Sunday because I, I think uh, Rodman, at least in number three, it looks like is going to be prevalent. Mm-hmm. I think you're also going to see um, what and I think ESPN the other day had, you know, who was Jordan's biggest rival? Was it the, No, it was the entire Eastern Conference. Exactly. It was the Celtics. It was the Knicks. It was the Sixers. It was the Pacers. It was the Pistons. It was the Eastern Conference, and they beat him up and toughened him up, and he got bigger, badder, and stronger than everybody else over there and then won championships. And no slight to the West at all, but once he won the Eastern Conference championship, he was going to win the whole thing. There was never a question during during that time. So, um, I, I, you know, I look forward to it because I, I, think, I think the bad boys, the Pistons, were the main reason Jordan became who Jordan became. Hmm. 
We're talking with Scott Hastings. Because the reason I got to know Scott is because when he retired in 93, that's when I was at ESPN, mm-hmm. at ESPN Radio. So his last year was with the Nuggets, and then he started doing broadcasting right away, and he would come on at ESPN with us, and that's how I got to know you. And that's, I always love talking to you, man. Arkansas. Hey, you and I helped start ESPN, too. Exactly right. We were on there with the fake leather jackets, pretending we were cool old, <laughs> or younger guys even when we were older. Now, we're getting right. people who are commenting, Scott, about, oh, that's you know typical older player from that era uh, picking on the younger players. I mean, no. Kendrick Perkins has said the, the modern-day NBA. These guys had load management. How many load management games did you get off, Scott, or, or did Michael Jordan take well, off? Listen, I had coaches uh, give me load management, but it was, it was talent load management. <laughs> they, they knew there was only a handful of talent days they could get. Listen, the, the, the NBA players are, are, are phenomenal today. And I, I had a chance to do a, a, a little Zoom interview with Dan Issel the other day, who's in the Hall of Fame and um, was played in the ABA and won a championship with Hubie as a coach and Artis Gilmore from the Kentucky Colonels and then you know, all the years in, in Denver. And, and he's, I think he said it best. He said the talent now are so – they're so much more athletic than, than that other era, the, the, even the Jordan era, although – you're going to tell me Jordan doesn't look pretty athletic? <laughs> um, but but it, there was more of an emphasis of an um, intelligence and a knowledge of the game. And, I, I mean, that's why in Lambeer, and I know it was real physical, but Lambeer, you know, love him or hate him, is one of the smartest guys you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. Rick Mahorn was the same way. Um, th- there was guys that you wouldn't necessarily, Jeff Ruland, uh, that you wouldn't necessarily say are the smartest guys in the world or the best athletes, athletic guys, Chris Mullen. But, boy, when they were smart, they had this basketball smarts. And he felt, and I do too, that it was probably that was emphasized more so than even pure athleticism. Now, when you can combine somebody for Jordan, like Jordan, who was an athlete that can play in any era, and the intelligence on top of it, and then a competitive nature that is as good as there is, the great ones all have that, um, it, it's something to see. You know, I, and I, I'm sorry I'm long-winded here, but I, I had Joe Klein on, who was a roommate of mine in college, and he, he, he was on there a couple times during the first two episodes. Um, he played with Bird and McHale in Boston. He played with Scotty and, and Michael in, in Chicago, and he, and he played towards the end of his career with Kobe and Shaq. Mm. Wow. Think about that. Yeah, it's, and, that's, uh, and, that's, uh, that's, that's a, nice, uh, a nice group to be around <laughs> to and, fit and in he with. he said about all those guys, he said all of them, he, well, he didn't want to say Scotty, but he, he said the competitiveness, that they wouldn't lose a game of checkers to their mom's sister. <laughs> and sitting in the nursing home, he, he, he said the competitiveness is what what set them. And he even said he said Michael practice, man, it was like a game. He said you practice, and let's go back to famous Philadelphia's word practice. Practice, man. He said they practice. He said it was a game, and he said it was the same thing in Boston with Larry and, and Kobe. That was Kobe's thing in L.A. He said he said those guys fine-tuned everything in practice, they took it serious. So it's really a neat perspective. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily the mindset now. I think there's a competitive 
edge that is dropped off of too many guys. I think LeBron has it. Uh, I think there's a handful. I think Durant has it. I think Curry has it. Um, I think Westbrook has it. I think Damian Lillard has it. But I, I just I just don't know if it's as prevalent as as it was back in the era we're watching with Michael. We're talking with the great Scott Hastings up there who does everything. I mean, you had the Broncos for a million years up there. You do the Nuggets. And so are you, obviously you're on your show there, you got to be talking a lot about NFL draft coming up tomorrow for the, for the Nuggets who pick way down there. 15. And, yeah, 15. Who are they picking? Well, listen, um, that is hell. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, Another wide receiver? The, the, here's an interesting thing. We went back and looked at the 2012 draft, and I can't believe, I think it was Pittsburgh doesn't have a first round this year either. Um, in a 2012 draft, they had no first round, and yet in that draft, they end up picking five of the, of the seven guys they drafted became starters, and all five end up winning Super Bowl 50. <laughs> um, that's a trap. Mm-hmm. And guess what? No one was talking about their second round. Derek Wolf getting selected, or the, you know, the fourth round this guy, Julius. Or, I mean, the, the name of all the guys that's on it. But so I, I'm always the first round is all for show. But the teams are going to win some money. The teams are going to do some, you know, and no one pays attention. You guys know this. The ratings on the first night have blown up for the yeah. last handful of years. And then the next two nights, which are the meat and potatoes of the team, no one pays attention to. Well, they will uh, this year because there's, there's nothing, nothing else, else. on. <laughs> yeah, they, may, they, may, they have to because it's the only thing that's going on. So, I don't know. There's rumors that they're going to take a wide receiver. The, the problem with that, unless uh, Judy drops down, uh, lower or, or in an area where they can move up. They'd love to have him. Um, if not, if you see him move up early, early, and, and, and the receivers, the one or two top guys are gone, then they're probably going to try to get into the uh, uh, left tackle mix. Mm. Um, but I don't know, man. Take it to the cause Here's my whole thing I've said for every single draft that has ever been. And we got this question, you know, what's his bench? What's his 40 time? What's his shuttle time? Uh, how, what's his vertical? What's his, the, you know, the first question should be, every You'll, time there's a draft, can they play? Exactly. And, and if you, the answer is no, then take that big stack of papers and go throw it away. Yeah, and figure out how much they love to play football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if it's, well, I, I mean, I mean, I don't know, but he's got a lot of speed. Okay, so you don't know if he can play, so let's go to the next guy. <laughs> So that's why I like Tommy Day. Give me guys on uh, the play. Broncos haven't been in the playoffs since they won the Super Bowl, so it'd be nice to see them play some meaningful games uh, this year in April. <laughs> exactly, Scott. I got to ask you about the league, the NBA. We're talking the NBA, the NHL's talking about maybe in July. Is there any way the league cranks back up again and finishes this season and takes it into the summer because then they can start the next season on Christmas Day instead of October and November when no one's paying attention. Well, and I'm glad you said that, Tom. I've been preaching that for a while. I think this is a great opportunity uh, for the NBA to, to, to start thinking out of the box. Um, I, I, I think the NFL could think out of the box a little bit also. Uh, the NBA doesn't need to start until Christmas. And then and if they go to July 4th, who cares? Baseball doesn't. You don't really start paying attention to baseball until after the 4th of July, right around the All-Star break. Then you... Then you pay attention to baseball, so you've got out of that. Football, why the hell are we playing football games in August? 
Why can't we start on October 1st? And, and oh, my gosh, they might have to play on a cold day in December, January. That's the best football we've ever we, – we watch those games every time it's on. Yeah, I was pissed off last season. There weren't any snow games. I was like, I I'm waiting for a damn. There was a couple right. of like flurries. Even in Buffalo, there was no snow. It's an outrage. We had a, we had a game, uh, uh, and it might have been Drew Locke's second game start. <laughs> he got to go into Kansas City in a snowstorm, and you didn't. I'm telling you what, you didn't take your eyes off the TV because it bothered Denver. Guess who it didn't bother? Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He didn't mind that snow. He was running all over. So I think there's a chance for the league to really think out of the box. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I, I think the best commissioner in all sports is with the NBA right now. But he's, he's going to be in a position where he can't make everybody happy. And I think he's a guy that likes to have uh, kumbaya around him more than not. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I know there's going to be guys that, you know, okay, they're out of the playoffs right now. We're going to start where the final standings were. And that's going to piss off 9, 10, and 11 teams. Um but that might be the best way to do it. And then you just start the playoffs when you start it all up. But then you're going to have some stars that are going to be upset. I don't, I don't know what they would do. Uh, that would be the easiest way to do it. Uh, that way you've only got 16 teams to worry about, maybe two locations, maybe eight locations, however you want to do it. I don't know. Um, and then there we go. And then we'll see. I just want to see if they do the games and the referee's going to wear a mask because they've been robbing and stealing the NBA for 20, 30, 40, 50 years anyway. <laughs> They're going to wear full face masks with just the eyes and the nose cut open so they can breathe so no one can see who they are. So then everybody can say, well, that guy, you know, he usually calls fouls against the Denver Nuggets right. every time. Yeah. And he doesn't like the 76ers, so he's going to ring those guys up. And he doesn't like Joel Embiid, so he's not going to get any flop calls. Well, why not? You know what? Guess what? You don't know who the cat is? Let him rep. I'm okay. And here's the second, my bone of contention that I've always had a rep. Why, why a referee need a stat sheet at halftime? It's a good question. What's the purpose of a referee getting stat sheets at halftime? <laughs> he wants to see who he, if he can bet Just the over and under. He yeah. wants to see if he's got some good overplays and some total numbers. At halftime, just like everybody else. Yeah, well, well, this guy's only got one foul. I, I could, I'm going to call five on him in the second half. Exactly right. Yeah, right. Or, or, or hey, hey uh, Kobe or LeBron, hey, they got four fouls. You're going to be got to lay off. Come on now. The great Scott Hastings. You can hear him every day up there. On Al- uh, my favorite name for a radio station, Altitude Radio. Yeah. I mean, is that could there be anything more perfect than calling your station Altitude when you're in uh, Denver, Colorado? Only calling our, our show the Masters of the Midday. The Masters uh, of the Midday. With your two partners there, it's called uh, Harris, Hastings, and Dover. Yep. And you have fun doing it, I hope, on 92.5 uh, FM. You know what? We we're fortunate. With the, the Colorado Broadcaster Association just gave us the best midday show in, in Colorado, so we're pretty excited. What is what is the second most discussed sport in Denver a- after the Broncos? Like uh, the Broncos, you know what? This year, you know, and really the last couple because the Broncos have struggled, they're always a topic. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no, no doubt about that, and, and the draft obviously is dominating. But you had two teams in, in the Nuggets and the Avalanche that last season had gone mm-hmm. both to the second round, both seven, seventh game of the second round in the playoffs. Yeah, the Nuggets are good. Uh, the Avalanche, I think, are, were legitimate contenders to win the Stanley Cup this year. 
Hmm. Yeah, he's talking hockey here. Not about the Nuggets. He's talking about the Colorado Avalanche. Well, I think the Avalanche, I think they got a chance to win the whole thing or had a chance. And then, listen, the Nuggets Nuggets are are a break or two or a piece away from being really good. And, you know, and I know Joel Embiid is, is awesome back there. It's funny, he busts every single big guy in the league and all he ever says about Joker, the, Nikola Jokic, is glowing things. Mm-hmm. They, they, I think they both understand they've got game, and, and they've got a mutual respect between each other, which I think is really kind of cool because he killed Towns. You, you guys hear all the noise. Oh, yeah. He killed Cat. Towns and, and everybody else. Would you ever hear him say anything negative about Nikola Jokic? Nope, nope. You know? <laughs> and, and those are the two best centers in basketball right there, Embiid and, and Joker. Great stuff, man. That's why I love talking to this guy. You can talk about everything up there except the illegal, uh, well, now legal it's marijuana legal. sales up there. Well, that's legal. That's yeah. legal. Yeah. We won't talk about how crime has gone up or anything no, like no, that. No, no, don't talk right. about that. Come on, <laughs> man. You know that there's nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. Yeah, it has nothing to do with it. Or no. <laughs> no. vacancies or anything. That's nothing to do with it. Although, I know uh, Lays is very excited because uh, cheese pasta Tito's have really gone oh, off the shelf. Of course. <laughs> Frito-Lay, baby. Hey, Scott, great to catch up, man. Thanks for coming on. Love, love the talk. Love you. Love you, too, man. There Thanks. he is, the great Scott Hastings, breaking it down. Everything Colorado that you need to know, Harry. Yeah, and we have breaking golf news when yes. we come back. When we come back, this is absolutely blockbuster. Mm. Boffo, big time. And it's coming up next with Tony and Harry. Stick around. He's good. Yeah, another great guy. No, he's funny as hell. So if I love how all the young guys on, oh, yeah, he looks like uh, the, uh, the, oh, the old guys always ripping. He didn't rip the young players. There's, there's, there, there's a big difference. He said the athletes are better today. There's no doubt about that, right? Yeah. Did he say that the athletic pl- players are more athletic? Yeah. The problem was a lot of these athletic guys, I'm not talking about the superstars. I think physically. Don't have, don't have complete physical fundamental skills yes. when they come into the league. Physically, they're better. Absolutely, they, they have, are. You know, they're more toned. They have the, the, they're better in shape because there's a lot more emphasis on the physicality of what they do. But I don't think that mentally they're better. No, I think a lot of these kids now, because they come out and they're immediately anointed the next great one. And that's why you see a lot of these top picks failing, like the Markel Fultzum's hurt. But then he's also mentally he's weak. He's soft. So yeah. is the Jaleel Okafor, mentally weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great physical talents, mm-hmm. incredible specimens, but they did not have They any. don't have the head game. Yeah. No. They don't, they, 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 everybody tells them how great they are when they're five years old. That's going to be the great thing about, for the people that didn't see the Jordan era like you and I did. You didn't. You have no idea how much of a beating he took yeah, on a I nightly mean, basis. Absolutely, Abs- like, they wrote a book about it. Yeah, the Jordan, the Jordan rules. rules. I mean, it's just you just pummeled yeah. him. Because remember when Gretzky came in? Yeah. I mean, when he was dominating, he had, he had people to protect him. You touched yeah. him. The same thing happened to Lemieux. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in hockey, the, sure. you don't touch the superstars. At least back when the game was more, you know, physical. Right. Now, now, you, yeah, now nobody no fights. Anyway. It's not about fighting. It's that there's no more so-called enforcers as there used to be all the time. And Marty McSorley was yeah, one all of those Gretzky's guys. guys. Exactly right. Yeah. Don't forget. Wait a minute now. CJM8 says, Tony, Harry is calming. Tony, you've gotten angry in the last 10 years. <laughs> I've gotten angry. In the last 10 years. <laughs> Let me just go back 10 years. Let's see. That's, it would have been 50... You and I were together. When I was 57, yeah. was yeah. I, was I, we were doing uh, the midday show. 
Was I calmer then? We were angry towards we were angry towards one guy. Yeah, exactly. I think I think we never allowed that to affect the uh, the quality of the program. Hasn't Tony always been? You've always been known for your rants, though. Yeah, yeah. but it's not anger. I'm just loud because I'm Italian. Um, don't forget to mention the product page, Tony Bruno. I did. What, what, what is this? A pimpathon here? Yes. What are we? NPR? We're going to no. stop down for 15 we, minutes we and open the phone. What are you going to do next? Ask don't, for bits. Don't do it during the commercial break. Don't. Do I it. want some bits, bitches. All you people on Twitter who are ripping me, ripping the content, ripping the guests. I want you to dig deep inside. In fact, <sighs> if you're young enough and grandma and grandpa are there, I want you to find their wallets. Go inside because everybody's in the house. Just be safe. Have put gloves on. Take grandmom or grandpop's wallet. Open it up and go inside. And you see all those things that are green? I want you to take those. I put meant, them in an envelope. I meant once we come back from break. No, no. I want it for the people on Twitch. Okay. I want these sons of bitches. <laughs> I want them to dig deep. How about Joe Theismann dropping that Maria Bartiromo? Oh, no, he was. Yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> we were partying with Maria Bartiromo yes, we in, 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 uh, in, uh, in Tahoe. In Lake Tahoe. What is she like from the waist down? She's fun. She's all right. I oh, mean, no, she's awesome. She, yeah. she is so nice. Her she's eyes really look like fun. they're always blurry, though. But I she's think, really a fun she lady. She doesn't she's look really like cool. she gets a lot of sleep. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. does. She always looks tired. But, I mean, she put together all the way. Oh, yeah. Chicken. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Oh, 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 man. Unbelievable. Now, we got to uh, name the fan. A lot of people have been weighing in on your... Not the fan in New York with, no. uh, with Mike, uh, what's his name, Francesca. This is going to be a two-parter, apparently, because the Our interns... Our poll question, yes. Yeah, the interns put up the initial names on the poll, yeah. but then there's been a lot more names mentioned since then. A lot of wild cards have entered the yes. mix. Is that right? So we have our beautiful new fan here in the basement because it was warm. It was cold early this morning. Robin turned the, the fireplace on, mm -hmm. the fake fireplace, of course, but yeah, it still but puts it, out it heat. It emits heat. Exactly. And then Harry comes down here with 14 sweaters on, and he says, turn the damn heat <laughs> off. And so we got this fan courtesy of AJ in San Antonio. It's a nice fan. It's a beautiful fan. It's about four feet high. Yeah, and so everything has a name. You know, there's like, Harry had a lot of fake accounts. I've got a lot of Tony's this and Missinelli's dryer. So there's all these fake accounts that are real people who make accounts based on our names or dumb things that we do. So what, was, uh, what are some of the names, Robin? Because I haven't... Uh, I don't have a late late update on all the stuff. Uh, There's Mike Francesa. Mike Francesa is a good one. Good. Uh, Mikey, uh, we should call. The, we got to call Chris Russo and find out if he will approve that, <laughs> since we're both on Sirius XM now. Now, so this, do you want the ones that were up on the poll or the ones that I people want, are yeah, talking want, about? Well, what were the ones on the poll? Because there were only a couple. Yeah, but there were I only know. four there. There was only four. By the way, and that fan that you use really needs a cleaning. Yeah, Robin that has was a video. Really I did not do that. That was These are, these are our but no, fantastic interns. Colin and Caleb are the ones that are doing these I love those the kids. Yes. But the thing is, the fan that you put up, the one that goes, we have one of those. And if you don't, especially with cats or dust in the house, mm -hmm. those fans get nasty. And then you've got to take them apart in the winter and clean them. It's a dirty fan, so and we ones, don't want any dirt down here. The ones that are up on the poll, the official poll okay. that was done first, this was before a lot of the names were thought of. So there's four answers on the board, yes. and people are voting on those. Fanny McFanface. Fanny McFanface. Yeah, I don't like that. I uh, know her, I think. Blowhard yeah. Cowboy Fan. That's the one I voted for out of the four. Yeah, that's, that's the leader on the, in the clubhouse yeah, right now. Right. The Steamer <laughs> and Big Papa. The Steamer? The Steamer. I, I mean, 
How about not fa- the Cleveland steamer? That's oh, the different, Jesus. and I don't think they're going to have no. those. He's not on the board in, in the draft tomorrow. Now, like I said, those were spur of the moment, top of the head uh, from our from our uh, interns, Caleb and Conlon, who came well, up with the steamer from I don't know. Right. You can ask Caleb. I'm not sure. <laughs> Harry Sturgis, assless chaps, checked in, and he says, "How about Fan Patrick?" Fan Patrick now, that's is a good. Oh, that's good. good. That's, that is a good that's one. That's good. That but one then, has see, to go want, in the I don't, want, I don't want the Danettes, who are good friends, and Dan, who's a great friend, to think that we're, like, disrespecting <laughs> him on the show. I think they'd take that as an homage, it should wouldn't be. they? Fan Patrick's a good one. I like, I like that, that one. Yeah. I like Fan Patrick. Okay, so Fan Patrick. Right. Mikey Noob says BBAF, Bruno's big-ass fan. <laughs> BBAF. BBAF. <laughs> not BBW. No, no, no. Or not BFF. <laughs> or, uh... What's the other one I like? I don't know. BBW? BBC? BB- now. <laughs> Not the broad- British Broadcasting no, Company no. either. No. We you also have I mean Bruno's <laughs> number one fan. Which Bruno's I think- number one fan. I thought you were my number one fan, Robert. Nope. Not even close, yeah. apparently. <laughs> Stu got milk. I got to give him credit Stu for Mike, got milk. Mike Francesa. That's, <laughs> Mike that's what he Mike Francesa. He checked I, I in like with that. Mike no, Francesa Fran- doesn't like me. I don't know why. I don't get the lack of respect. I never disrespected him. Um, the oscillator of truth. <laughs> yeah, I saw oscillator that. Of truth. Um, the draft. The draft. <laughs> Bruno's draft. Bruno's draft room. How about that? <laughs> right. Bruno's draft cave. At RT underscore scoops. Howard esque fan. <laughs> Howard esque fan is good too. We have to put a fur coat over it right. when it gets too cold though. <laughs> and and some Beats headphones on the top. <laughs> Uh, the Philly fan attic. Fan attic. That's a good one. Okay. Uh, Wait, there's a woman to put one up there. Robin, why are you spanning, moving by her? Ventola? Ventola. 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 Sounds like a uh, lozenge that you would take. I think that's what Joe Krause sucks on all day during the show. No, there's a vitamin C. Ventola. Let's see. Uh, a Chip Kelly fan since he blows. I mean, no, no, it's got to have a funny name. I, I think the, we got some good the ones. The couple that we named are pretty good. They are. Stormy Daniels. <laughs> Stormy. She's on from suck to blow. No, right. I mean, there's a difference. This fan only blows. It doesn't suck. And I don't even know she does unless oh. you have a lot of money around oh, here. Oh, God. You know what I mean? That stuff yeah, happens every right, once in right. a while. Uh, <laughs> are we going to pick right. a winner, Robin, or are we going to no, let these marinate is, a little we're, bit? We're letting the marinate. We'll announce it. Uh, we're going to. Put them back up once we uh, are they get in the hopper of, right now. Yeah, I once guess. we get all the major names that everybody agrees on, the best, this stuff then we are going to do day. another poll and we'll we'll do it tomorrow. I like Fan Patrick. I fan do Patrick. like Fan Patrick. Patrick. Is that I the leader like in the clubhouse right now? That's, that's the one I like. I don't fan know what Patrick right think. now is a Harry fan favorite. Yeah, is that the fan favorite? <laughs> fan favorite. <laughs> fan Patrick. How about Fan Antonio? Since AJ oh, from San Antonio wow, that's a good was one. the one who purchased it. That's brilliant. That just came to me, Look Harry. Look at you. Fan Antonio. You're getting better as the show oh, goes I know. on. I'm not fading. See, 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 nine hours. I'm not fading like Joe Biden after a couple of hours of a, of a podcast. Nine hours Jesus. is not enough prep time for I mean, Tony. I'm losing it, too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I'm still a lot younger than Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Tony needs a full 12 hours wow. to exactly. warm up. Are you on five-hour energy? No, I'm not. Something? This is natural. <laughs> I haven't had one cup of coffee. You have those almonds? No, I haven't eating. had any snacks no. today. 
This is all natural. Your baby bell cheese. I don't those have any are, little. Those bag. are nice though. Yeah, they're expensive though. I like the I like the mozzarella sticks now. Oh yeah. Yeah, and they're not as expensive. <laughs> you buy a little bag of those baby bells. It's but, like seventy dollars. Yeah, and you only get it like seven. And then or you eight have to peel them like I know. Like you're peeling a gigantic wheel of Gruyere from Switzerland. <laughs> and then there's only a little piece of cheese in there. But it's good. It is they good. Are good. Yeah, a little salty, good. though. Yeah. A little salty. Sort Do of like the show. Well, every every batch is a little bit different. <laughs> oh. Man, Antonio, pretty good right now. Right? Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, we got breaking golf news. <laughs> yes, yes, we, we got to get to this. Yeah. And we uh, we apologize because we I didn't want to break into the Scott Hastings No, segment. I know, I know. Because this is breaking news, and I believe Darren Ravel is the yeah, guy who broke it. this. Yeah. Let's go to our high-speed internet wire and go to this update from our man, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Harry Mays. All right. Darren Ravel tweeted this. You're right, Tony. Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson will be playing a golf match in May. In Along- May? That's oh. a couple of weeks away. I know. It's actually going to be uh, May the 24th. The dates are tentative dates, May 15th and the 24th. Excuse me. So, so two different weekends? Two different dates are the rumored dates. So I guess Wait, maybe they pick one. Wait, why would they, they play one. it on the 15th and the 24th? The 15th is, the, is a Friday. Okay. And then the 24th is, uh, I guess, Memorial Day weekend. That's the day before Memorial it's Day. It's going to be live on TNT with surrounding content on Bleacher Report. Those are rumored dates that I gave you. May okay. 15th. They're not the locked in stone yet. The I don't have to make plans. To, where are they playing it? Do we they're know? They're going to be doing that at the Medalist Club down in Jupiter area, Florida. Well, so but there's Vince a Papali twist. can have yeah, a right. Yeah, exactly. He can have a front row seat. That's where Tiger's a member down there. Uh, but there's a twist to this whole thing, right? Well, the the proceeds are going to go to uh, COVID nineteen relief. That's right. a twist. Okay. Uh, what twist were you talking about? Tom Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, they're going to team up. Right. Yeah, with those guys. Are they playing best ball? What's the format? I, I, don't, I don't know what the format so is. So Tiger and Tom Brady will te- oh, team up. Mm-hmm. And then Phil Mickelson and Peyton Manning, those are going to be the match champions for charity, it's called. Well, it's believed to be, yeah, Tiger and Peyton, because they're both uh, Nike spokespeople against okay. Phil and Brady. So that would be pretty good. Beautiful. Now, I watched the... They got that Manning show that he did on ESPN. I forget what they call it. Um, where he go? Peyton's he go, Place. Peyton's Place. Yes. I saw the one last night with Tom Brady. It was brilliant. You know where they broke? They broke into Nance's house out in Pebble Beach. Oh, and they played. And they played at his backyard. His it was really I didn't well see done. That. Damn it! Yeah, you can find it probably <gasps> okay, online. It's, it's really funny. No, we need Peyton's to start phenomenal. watching. Yeah, he's, he's absolutely. And the two great. of them get along really well. Like they play off one another, Brady and him. Uh huh. And then Nance was really great in it, and they're hitting balls off of Nance's roof. Oh, oh really? Awesome. Yeah, it's great. Did Jim come out and say hello, friends? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're guessing the code to get into his gated uh, you know, Oh, yeah, I saw house. people tweeting about that. Yeah. They were push, punching the key right. code. Uh, so they're the guessing pack. all these phrases, and then finally Brady goes, hello, friends, and he types it in, and, <laughs> and all of a sudden the, the gate's open. Wow. It was really good. Oh, wow, that's funny. Wow, it was good wow. TV. And our good friend Kevin Cookie, 32, says, don't sweat it, Bruno, just bet it. <laughs> exactly. Don't sweat it, just yeah. bet it. Right. No, that's good. I love that stuff. How can anybody be against that? Right around Memorial Day, hopefully, you know, and again. Well, I do have to say that Tiger and Phil, when they did it, uh, when was that now? That yeah, was, it wasn't that exciting. It wasn't good. That was in November, it wasn't was it? It was November 23rd of 2018. That so. was right before Thanksgiving, I yeah, think. Yeah, it was. They it, tried to make it like this. Remember the Skins game used to always be in that Thanksgiving yeah. weekend, and they brought this back? And they back. had side bets and stuff, but it yeah. really wasn't that good. So this will be better. Yeah, and, and we, we're waiting for any kind of sports. We haven't seen I golf know. since when? 
uh, the, the first round of the Players' Championship. The and TPC then they in Scottsdale. It. I mean, down in uh, Ponte Vedra, Vedra. Yeah. And we saw that because the 17th green. So mm-hmm. they played a couple of they tournaments. Played they played one, one round. They played Hawaii, and then they moved to California oh, yeah. and got all the California rounds in, mm-hmm. the Pebble Beach, Pro, and all of those. And then, of course, then they even did the Phoenix Open around Super Bowl week, the Greater Phoenix one. They did the Honda in Florida. They right. did Bay Hill. Then they went to the Players and right. played one round, and that was it. That was it. Yep. And so this will be the next golf that we see. And it's going to be cool. I'll, I'm, I'll watch it. Memorial Day weekend, Harry. Yeah. Hopefully a lot of people will be starting to go out again, maybe go back to work. And, again, I'm not telling people what to do. I'm just saying we are now at April 22nd, right, mm-hmm. Earth Day. That's another month, yeah. another full calendar month. What, what we're seeing every day with the, 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 the work on uh, all the kinds of therapies, there's now talk about they're going to start some, uh, some possible – what, clinical trials? Clinical trials yeah. on one coronavirus vaccine that's okay. apparently being formulated. And so I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the positives here. Yeah, I'm trying I'm to be optimistic. I'm looking about 18 months, and we can't go out until there's a vaccine because we don't even know if that would work in 18 months. And the country's suffering. So I'm one of these positive guys. I'm not telling you I know when it's going to end or when it's going to be safe to go out. I'm just telling you I'm looking forward to Memorial Day weekend, Harry, mm-hmm. when people and the weather will be nicer everywhere at that point. Yes. Nice enough to go outside, take a walk, even if you have to social distance, not sit in your house day after day after day, because it is driving a lot of people batty. Totally. Absolutely. Now, FanDuel's involved with this, too? No, FanDuel for the fan should be is one of the contenders. Oh, for, for the fan. fan. And that that way can be a shameless plug. Oh. Only if they sign oh, a contract. Yeah. I got the paperwork right here. Hey, trust me. If we name this thing Fan Patrick and FanDuel signs up, Fan Patrick's out. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, seriously. With all due respect to Dan, I love Dan. But FanDuel, if if yeah, if FanDuel wants to uh, sponsor the fan, now in since a, Harry's sitting, Harry's sitting directly in front of him, maybe Draft King. Oh, that's another good one. How look, about that? Hey, we're open to a bidding war. Oh, absolutely. This is going to get this is going we to get can huge. Get sponsor bidding war. <laughs> this is a yes. bidding war. Krause, you, need, you need to grab this audio and go present this. FanDuel or, or DraftKings, King. since Harry has a, and I have a blow. Hey. We both have it blowing on our backs. It feels directly. great. Feels fantastic. Yeah. Feel the draft. <laughs> we we will be sponsor whores, no problem. I'll tell you. Wait a minute. We have breaking news from Mike. the. From the, from the high-speed football wire, according to our buddy Age, the Red Sox have forfeited their second-round pick in this year's Major League Draft as a result of the cheating scandal. Oh, wow. So that's the breaking news. How about that? They got punished. Second-round baseball pick. Tony. Yes. Don't forget, everybody, for all things Tony Bruno Show, go on to TonyBrunoShow.com. You can find the new product page, which has yeah. fantastic merchandise, baby. Yeah. Um, and the podcast information, anything that you everything. need to know. Everything. 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 Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, Anthony Beck, Joe Theismann, Scotty Hastings, all the great callers. Jose. Jose from Norristown. What up, everybody? We'll see you back here. Draft day tomorrow. We'll have mock drafts coming out the yin-yang and then a mock draft light celebration. We'll pop open a mock draft light. Half the calories and half the picks of regular draft beer, less filling. (laughs) Thank you, everybody, on Twitch.tv for joining us. And just to make it nice and s- let's let's give you a nice uh, Earth awesome. Day. 
Let's see. What's another good Earth Day song to... Uh... <laughs> Mike Francesa. I like Francesa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a good one. I'm going to give a win there, dog. Let's the go out with a little bit of Tom Petty. How's that? What's that? Let's go out with a little Tom Petty, Wildflowers. That's a good one, right? Yeah. You belong among the wildflowers.